Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Infinity Film Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Roger Glipshot. And joining me, as always, is my wonderful friend, dear co-host, Benjamin Saunders. Ben, good to see you, my friend. How are you? Hey, good to see you. Glad to be here. Um, I, I just wanted you to know that evil dies tonight, okay? In case you didn't get the memo, evil dies tonight. Yeah. Not tomorrow. And it wasn't yesterday. You didn't miss it. Evil dies tonight. Yeah, well, I'm sure yeah. I'll probably die next year with Halloween in. So, <laughs> anyway, we're gonna talk about Halloween kills. And Ben, I just want to say this real quick before we get started. This has been a great few weeks. We had you season three last week. We had one of my most anticipated <laughs> films uh-huh. last week come out, and the last two, which we're gonna talk about here in a second, a shit ton of Marvel news dropped, and said, uh, uh, and one that breaking news that just dropped like minutes before we started recording. The show. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got DC fan to talk about. Emily Blunt news to talk about. Oh, and Ben, guess what? Dakota Johnson has a new movie coming out. The trailer dropped the other day. Mm-hmm. It's been a great week. Oh, and by the way, Ben, for all my sports fans out there, we got <laughs> football, NFL, college football. We got basketball just started yesterday. Well, Tuesday, since the episode drops on the Friday. Baseball playoffs. My Atlanta Braves are still in the playoffs. Two wins away from the World Series. Woo-hoo. Oh, Ben, it is. It 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 really is. Just it's it's. Been a, it's been a great couple of weeks, man. It's been mm-hmm. a, and I'm going out of town next week, going to a football game uh, with my dad and some friends next week. So I'm nice. Uh, and my grandparents are here. My grandparents <laughs> are here, and I got some friends in town. I mean, Ben, it is just. How are you doing though? How, how's it going with you? Oh, I'm doing good too. I've been uh, watching some movies as well and had some good surprises, and, and catching up on TV and everything. Yeah. So yeah, went went to the uh, state fair this past weekend with my girlfriend. And that was a lot of fun. Some good fried food and then a Ferris wheel. Yeah, life's life's good. That's right. He had fried food on the Ferris wheel. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. That is correct. not on the Ferris wheel. But <laughs> well, anyway, man, we got a show. I just want to say that because I'm I'm just in such a good mood and uh-huh. it's good to see you. So let's uh let's get started, shall we, Ben? Let's do it. Because we we like like I mentioned, we have a lot to talk about. Just fair warning, guys. We're we're gonna dive into spoilers for Halloween Kills, but we'll let you know when we talk about it. If you want to yeah. kind of. Walk, you know, walk, run away, walk away, turn, turn us on mute for a sec for a little bit. Anyway, Ben, let's talk about The Last Duel, one of my most anticipated films of the Ooh. year. All right. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, you know me, man. I was looking forward to this film so much. I mm-hmm. uh, went to the AMC, actually, went by myself, Ben. I just, I went, I just took my one on my lonesome. <laughs> I'm glad I did because I really, <laughs> this is kind of an uncomfortable movie to see with, with, with friends. It's, uh, yeah, this is quite a film. But anyway, the new film from Ridley Scott, who I, one of my favorite directors of all time, top 10 director for me. I'm not sure how you feel about Ridley Scott, Ben. Fan, it's, not a fan. A, a fan. Yeah, I'll say it on fan. fan. Mm-hmm. All right. I talked about this film uh, with our buddy Zach the other day, Ben. He was like, for every good movie, he has a bad movie. It's like, yeah, it's got a point. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, he got that thought in my head of maybe uh, House of Gucci was going to be bad. So, I don't, I don't think so. Not with that cast. No. But then I thought about the counselor. So, there's that also. <laughs> anyway. Let's talk about the last duel then, because this was a uh, this was a good movie, man. I, I quite enjoyed it. It wasn't it wasn't the grand epic I was kind of hoping it would be, and kind of how I was <laughs> hyping it up to be to you for the past couple right, of weeks, right? Um, but it it was still a damn good movie. I'm disappointed it only made under five million opening weekend, but that that was wow, <laughs> yeah, four point eight million dollars opening weekend. That was that broke my heart. Yeah, but. This is still a really, really good movie, guys, that you guys should go out and see and support because uh, based, on, based on a true story, mm-hmm. 
And uh, Ben, you want to describe the people kind of like the overall premise of the film real quick? Give them like kind of a rundown without spoilers. Sure. So it's uh, Matt Damon, Adam Driver, and uh, oh my gosh. Uh, Jodie Comer. Comer, Comer, yeah. Jodie Comer uh, is the, the, the three main leads. So she's married to Matt Damon and or gets married in the movie and is sexually harassed, um, raped by Adam Driver's character. And we kind of see from the different perspectives what may or may not have happened, you know, what went down. Um, but it, yeah, it's set up really cool because it's, is this a spoiler how it's set up? I don't think so. It's, we, we get Matt Damon's perspective, his character. Oh, no. Yeah. You can go on. That's okay. not really a spoiler. No. Um, we get his character's perspective, which, you know, going through the scenes and stuff was interesting. And then it flips over to Adam Driver's character's perspective. The longest section of the film. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and we get it. It was so cool because it, it's it's a lot of his you know perspective and some repeating scenes, but they don't repeat exactly because yeah, they're, they're kind of remember it a little differently. <laughs> yeah, yep. it's, it's skewed. And then we get the truth, of course, which was uh, Jodie Comer's <sighs> character's uh, you know perspective. Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was set up really cool um, and very uh, yeah, like you said, kind of uncomfortable in a, in a hard watch but um, damn good movie man <laughs> it was great <laughs> yeah this is a damn good fucking movie man <laughs> the, the more you built it up i was like yeah okay uh, you know I'm, I'm more excited for halloween kills but um <laughs> oh, that good for uh, you, buddy. yeah we'll, we'll talk about that too <laughs> but yeah this was the, the performances were incredible uh, you know un- uncomfortable but uh, yeah really really got to you <laughs> um i mean there were scenes like that was turning my head away it was uncomfortable to watch with the the harassment and the the goriness at the end it's pretty crazy and yeah just the the, the kind of groundhog day aspect of some of the scenes where they repeat but it's slightly different this film and it's will test it, your patience <laughs> yeah yeah but i was also i mean i was glued to the screen the whole time um, oh as was i but there were a couple the times you can feel this in the pacing. It's like, okay, we're seeing the scene again. I don't really need. It. Sure. That, that's some, that's kind of, of that was my biggest yeah. problem with was it the, was the pacing, and mm-hmm. I think it's because Ben, we spent kind of the majority of the film through driver's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not really a spoiler. I mean, it's kind of like it's like the middle of the film. It's like the second yeah. act. It's the meat of the film. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like some some parts it dragged for me, Ben. Uh, leading up to the epic climactic duel, which was so freaking cool. Oh yeah, Brutal <laughs> yeah, heartbreaking. But uh, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry, man. I just I just had to get that thought out there before I forgot. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I agree. That's at some point that some of them were uh, not necessary, I guess. But then I also enjoyed looking at you know what was different between the scenes. And, and seeing how, you know, sometimes one character said a line, but then in the other perspective, someone else would say it. Yeah, stuff like that was really cool to me. But yeah, and then really getting into the characters that that first go round, I was like, you know, Matt Damon, he's, uh, you know, he's trying his best doing what he can. And, uh, you know, he's, I'm, I'm liking his character and stuff. And then it flipped over to Adam Driver's perspective. And I was like, that man is an asshole. Well, it's and not so you get to Comer's perspective when you find several... out really how much of an asshole. Yes. He is. Yeah. 
yeah so yeah stuff stuff like that was was surprising to me and, and i didn't see that coming so that really threw me for a loop and then of course yeah like you said that last duel at the at the end was just insane i want to talk for a second it's the production design mm-hmm. the visual i mean it all was just i can see this getting a production design uh, nomination ben at the oscars mm-hmm. like this film looked incredible yeah uh, the sets look really great uh but my biggest takeaway ben and i've been kind of I really need to watch Killing Eve now. Joni Coleman, <laughs> she was just so freaking good. Yeah, her and Ben yeah. Affleck were my standouts, man. You know how much? Oh, uh, you took away. <laughs> I, I yeah, I'm sure, I, I'm sure. I'm sure you surprised. were. Uh, yeah, I wanted to get. I, I wanted to take Ben Affleck before you did because I had a yeah. feeling you were getting there. But um, <laughs> dude, Ben Affleck, like, because we don't, we haven't seen this Ben Affleck before. Like, right? It's crazy <laughs> to think because he's been he's done a lot of st- uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. but not to this extent and he was great and he's not like the main character he's more of like a supporting player yeah um like he shows up more in acts two and three than the first yeah. act he uh but yeah him and him and comer dude and comer i mean she takes you through the ringer she is a, I mean, mm-hmm. she was such an emotional performance mm-hmm. i have seen some complaints about showing that scene twice yeah, and the more I think about it, the more I I I, I I'm, I'm a little torn, Ben, because on one hand, I see what Scott was trying to do in mm-hmm. terms of, well, I don't really want to give it away. Actually, that's that. Well, now we're getting the spoilers. I don't want. I don't want to. But I I see what driver I, driver. I see what Scott was trying to do from showing from driver's perspective and then from Comera's perspective. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been better if we had just seen it from Comera's perspective, though. But yeah, it's ah, I can't I can't look in on spoilers and I don't want yeah. to spoil it. No. Uh, but yeah, it's it it was interesting that he did do it twice. because uh, I, I actually thought Ben was gonna kind of cut out and say like act three once it happens, but it kept mm-hmm. going. I was like, oh, okay, we're doing this. <laughs> ben also mm-hmm. have we have we seen a bad Adam Driver movie yet? <laughs> oh, perform- oh, I'm, to the, I'm to the back. Have right. you seen a bad Adam Driver performance I, yet? Because I don't think I have. Here, for real, dude. This man just honestly, you you can nominate this guy every year for an Oscar, and he would deserve it. He would deserve a nomination to win. Okay, the, the conversation uh, that's up for debate, but a nomination. Yeah, I w- I'd be down for a nomination every year, and I think we're about to see a whole lot of nominations for this film. Comer, I could see him mm-hmm. in the running. Mm-hmm. Affleck, I could see him in the running. Mm-hmm. And driver, I, I, Damon, probably not because he, Damon was being Damon for the most part, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. It's just we've seen that from Matt Damon before. Um, yeah, and that, that's like, like I said, no fault to Matt Damon. It was just, just being great. And I, like I said, a lot of technical, uh, technical awards I see coming. Uh, well, we haven't seen Dune yet, so we can't really. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Yeah, this this was a great movie, man. I I also had some problems with the ending, just because. Hmm. Lots getting spoilers too, so it cuts it cuts to the aftermath of the duel, and then it cuts to another scene, and then it kind of ends. I was like, oh, I wasn't like unsatisfied. That's the wrong word, but I was kind of like, well, what happens to this character moving forward? What happens to that character? And we, mm-hmm. we kind of got that in the title cards at the at the end. Yeah, but I, I kind of wanted to see it, not sh- not you know, not tell me. I kind of wanted to like see it on screen. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay because uh, the movie's already long as it is. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, surprisingly been. This is not in my top ten films of the year. It's like mm-hmm. right outside. It's my number twelve, but still a very 
very, very good movie that a lot yes. of people see instead of Halloween Kills. So, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised by how much I uh liked it. Also, too, uh there was like a uh, there's a hype man. It's kind of like a hype man when he like lets two fighters go when they get into the actual duo. I forgot what he was chanting. It was like let them go or something like that. And it was like he was like, mm, let yeah. them go. I was like, yeah, yeah. Was, my blood was. I was like, yeah, let's go, yeah. <laughs> fight, 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 motherfuckers, let's go. And uh, he was getting me really hyped up. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to the guy who, in my in my in my theater, Ben, he uh, had a seat like definitely two rows down, but he didn't like where he was sitting. And my theater wasn't even like full. It was like maybe half full, probably not even that. Um, so he was going around for like at least five minutes finding a seat since you know it's reserved seating but since the theater wasn't full it was like whatever yeah he sits down and all of his empty seats like my row is kind of like empty he sits two seats uh to my right <laughs> thank you for having chicken wings during a film because i could smell that shit and it was <laughs> bothering me for like the first 10 minutes and he was eating that shit been like thanksgiving fucking dinner i i mean I, good lord but anyway um yeah kudos to, kudos to you my guy i hope you enjoy the chicken wings anyway <sighs> let's talk about halloween kills ben all right spoilers we are now in spoiler territory uh i i, I can't even talk not spoilers because that that's just <laughs> the service so if you guys don't care about spoilers stick around if not i'll uh, i think ben will probably put up a timestamp so when you guys can you can see it in the bio when you can it's safe to come back hopefully i don't know if we'll do it or not but you can't see me waving my arms around, so I don't know why I'm doing this, but um, <laughs> we're talking about spoilers. All right, five, four, three, two, one. This has not been as bad as I thought it was based off Filmstagram and everyone kind of doing rants mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. However, as someone who isn't really a fan of the Halloween franchise and as someone who thought the 2018 version was actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we actually we talked about that last week, Ben. Like I, I, I yeah. talked about how much I, I really like that 2018 film because it really delved into the character, you know, and especially Lori, delved mm-hmm. into kind of her trauma, her PTSD. Uh, Lori in this film is stuck to a uh, exposition and bitching and moaning in the hospital bed. So, yeah, if you want a lot of Jamie Lee Curtis, this is not her film. No, uh, Halloween Kills. Believe it or not, everybody, it's not even about Judy Greer's Karen. No. Or or uh, Andy uh, Matchjack Allison, the daughter to Judy Greer's character. No, this film is about Tommy <laughs> and the revolution. And, and the televised. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I, okay, I didn't mind that, Ben, because actually, that's actually one of my positives is the fact that once again, we're dealing with this new trauma and how it affects people. Yeah. Well, this whole town's had enough of Michael Myers and the, the, the revolution and everything. The revolution will be televised, whatever. And they, they're they starting the uprising. And mm-hmm. let's go get Michael Myers. Well, I mean, I like what we got of it. it. I mean, it kind of was sporadic throughout the film, but I did enjoy what we got of it. Yeah. I do not like the decision to have this film focused on Tommy. That was a bad, bad, really bad decision. I really wanted to focus more on Lori, not stuck eat, talking to uh, Will Patton, who was also a <laughs> to a hospital. Miraculously alive. Yeah. yeah. Hi, how that? 
This man got MCU'd for real, man. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah, that was a little. You surprising. should be dead. Anyway, I, I'll let you talk about that. My biggest, biggest problem with this. Some of the worst dialogue I have ever heard is in this film. Yep. Some of the dumbest decisions I've seen in the movie yep. are in this film. <laughs> I messaged our buddy Zach like five minutes into this film. I was like, my man went back into a bar because he left his fucking stethoscope. <laughs> he was like, I gotta go back and get my stethoscope. Yeah. What? That's part of the costume. Get, get, get that your ass home, man. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. Go back and get my stethoscope. What the hell? You're in a small town. No one cares about your goddamn. Go the fuck home. Anyway. All right. I'm done. I digress. I digress. I'm cursing too much. Yeah. Then some of these decisions are really, really stupid. And then the daughter. The youngest daughter? Yeah. Yeah. You just yes. don't get it, mom. First of all, y'all didn't believe Lori the first time. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> you believe, well, we got to do what's right. And like Michael Myers, here's my thing, too. You heard it's like at least five or seven to, to ten times throughout this movie, Ben. Michael Myers has been a threat to this town. You guys didn't even believe he was real to begin with yeah. in the last movie. Now, yep. all of a sudden, you. <sighs> anyway, yeah, script, logic problems. That being said, Ben. <laughs> I really wish I saw this in the theater because some of these kills are fucking brutal. Like, yeah, man. That's really, really brutal. In the beginning. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. my God. Oh, oh, oh. My other complaint. Talk about the dumb decisions. Yes. Let's all get in a car in a middle and and and, 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 <laughs> and broad nightlight, park our car in a, in the middle of a play, playground. And we see Michael Myers standing right there. We'll just kind of hang out, chill, talk about personal problems, whatever. No, man. <laughs> Get out of the car and then, oh my guy, uh, the black guy. I forgot his name. I forgot the name of the character. But the yeah. guy went back into the bar for the stethoscope. Yep. <laughs> he not to get out of the car because Michael Myers wasn't even focused on him. He was killing somebody else. He decides to try to give him a chokehold and kill him. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you run, you stupid. Yep. You. They were then, trying to kill then, evil. Judy Greer. I'm like, you know what? Oh, she's not going to die. I was like, I'm thinking the whole time she's going to die. She's trying to will Michael Myers away. Michael's going to kill her. Oh, okay. You made it. You had, you saved, you saved your daughter. You did all the stuff. Yes. Congrats. No, you see some vision of a girl in the window. So you trying to go upstairs. See that no one's there. And then behind you, Michael Myers is there. First of all, how the fuck did Michael Myers get up there? There must be a back door or something. How the hell did he get over there? Oh, yeah. Anyway. Sure. Um, her death said nothing to me. I did not care. <laughs> I Ben, I want I wanted to care because I I like Judy Greer a lot. Mm -hmm. And I actually liked her in the last movie. Yeah. Here she was really getting on my nerves. And this kind of proved my point. I I her death honestly meant nothing. I will care once I see Jamie Lee Curtis because I'm I'm sure she'll do a great job of kind of reacting to her daughter's death. Yeah. But there's going to be a massive time jump, so we probably won't see much of a reaction, apparently, because the next film is going to take place after COVID, whatever, five years yeah, or something like that. several, yeah. So, yeah, I these all these people who died in this film, except for maybe, no, I think everyone kind of deserves what they got in this film, because everyone really made dumbass decisions. Well, talking on that real quick, the, the Judy Greer, I did, I cared just because I thought she was the most level-headed character in this film. I, and I, I yeah. I, uh, I mean, it still wasn't perfect, but a lot of people had very bad dialogue, and I thought hers was was decent. Um, 
And then the other death that I did care about was that, well, <laughs> first of all, it was very stupid because this uh, Danny DeVito looking guy is running around the hospital and they're like, that's Michael Myers. That's definitely him. The, the, okay, no, that, that's what I was one. getting to. I was, yeah, yeah okay. the, the, the other prison, the other prisoner that he is the, um, what we, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I'm, I'm, I can't think of the word right now, but he is kind of the product of what Michael Myers has done to this town is, yeah, in that terms of trauma mob mentality. The, yeah. But that mom mentality, well, that's that, this is what, this is what you guys get. Yeah. And Tommy was like, yeah, that's him. That's him. That's good. That was him. <laughs> yeah. When Judy Greer's like trying to tell him, trying to tell you that is not him, but right. no, you didn't. And I, I feel bad for him. And uh, I mean, look, I, it kind of feels worse saying I feel bad for a prisoner, but he probably clearly there was something wrong with him mentally, Ben. You can kind yeah. of tell that from the, from the start. Yeah, it was kind of why this like word. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he couldn't. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. What he did in the past, <laughs> I guess, like you're saying. But the director didn't want you to care what he did in the past. Right. Uh, right, right. Yeah. But yeah, no, I was that that got to me. Yeah. I was very sad about that. He had no that's, honestly, that's actually my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah. Was that was that scene. There was, I mean, because like you said, it was very emotional, impactful. Yep. Um, and then it kind of proves what Michael Myers done to this town. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. elements of a good film in here, Ben, just execution was just not great. But exactly. Yep. Yeah. I think, I think there's good ideas. And you said earlier too, how Lori is sidelined most of the time, which I wasn't mad about because it gives her a, <laughs> uh, yeah, she could have had better dialogue and stuff. Um, her stuff with Will Patton's character was yeah, just kind of weird and random. She did the best she could, but she it really, could have. I could, I could yeah. see she was trying. <laughs> and she, yeah, she. Lo- I mean, she loves that character. Um, oh yeah, she, oh she yeah, plays her very well, of course. But yeah, there's she's there's so many good. Moment, yeah, <laughs> there's there's so many good ideas. I thought, and I could see what they're trying to do in the callbacks to the other movies, which I didn't catch them all, of course. Um, but I've kind of listened to and then read up on it and thought there were cool nods but yeah it just didn't all come together into a great movie <laughs> but and it's very much the middle chapter of a trilogy that's where i was that's, that was my last one before we kind of move yeah. on from this was that i think ben this will play a lot better once Halloween yeah. ends comes out next year mm-hmm. i think we'll probably see this movie in, in a different light um once we kind of watch all three of these films back to back to back if you decide to do that or not uh but I, yeah <laughs> I I do feel like this will get better upon rewatch. Am I? Am I? I could be wrong, but that's just kind of how I feel at the moment. I hope you're right. Uh, all right, let's move on from that and uh, let's talk about injustice, Ben. Uh, you're on your own here. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad I am because I'm glad you can watch this, man. I don't. I don't. I care about my 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 friend Ben a lot here, and I hope he never <laughs> has to watch this watch this film because this Ben. I, we, you and I have kind of talked off camera about how much I like the. Uh, well, we, we both like the Injustice video games, actually. Um, I played the demo and enjoyed okay. it, but hadn't played the whole thing. Either okay. of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I played the uh, second one a lot in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, we played so much Injustice. It was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> um, and I've, I've read the comic. And in terms of like favorite comic storylines, I've, I've said this on the show, I said this to you before, Ben, like Civil War will always be my favorite comic book storyline ever, period. Mm-hmm. But this is still in my top five, man. Like this is probably like three or four. This is a great, 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 great story, great comic storyline. And 
to see it was getting an R rating. Awesome. Mm. Mm-hmm. DC animated films, guys. If you guys haven't watched a DC animated film, please do yourselves a favor and do so because for the most part, they are really, really great. Like I just reviewed one a couple months ago on a podcast, uh, The Long Halloween. I did a part mm-hmm. one and part two. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Mask of Phantasm, Ben. A lot of comic book fans proclaim it's one of the best comic book movies ever made. <laughs> uh, maybe not top 10, but it's, it's definitely one of the better animated films out there. Yeah. Yeah, I can go. I can kind of go all day. Now, the Killing Joke is probably one of the worst been that I've seen, and that came out in 2017, if I'm not mistaken. And that one got a lot of hype too, because uh, that's also a really good comic storyline. But that movie was really, really bad. I'm here to tell you, Ben, that Injustice is worse than the Killing Joke animated film. This film is not one of the worst films of the year, but this will definitely go down <laughs> as one of the biggest disappointments mm, for me. Okay, this was bad. With a capital B, bad, 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 and it actually starts off kind of good, and that, but the whole thing is just rushed, man. And there's so much to kind of get through in the storyline if you read the comic, and to kind of have it in a film that's only 77, 78 minutes, which is, if you don't know, if you don't know, that's an hour and eighteen minutes. Um, to have that in a film, quick math. Man, yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, in case people didn't know, I want to be sure yeah. people, yeah. people didn't know. Um, so I let me talk about let me talk about some of the stuff I did like. The voice casting for the most part was good. Justin Hartley as Superman was good. Uh mm. Jillian Jacobs, if you guys don't know remember, uh, don't mm. know her, community alum, and she's Jillian Jacobs is actually a really good actress, Ben. She's been in a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that I've seen. Like she does a lot of smaller projects, which I'm kind of I hope one that she gets a big breakout into some a big blockbuster. Yeah, uh, I guess we would call like her big blockbuster stuff right now. The Fear Street movie she did on Netflix. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So she's done a lot of a lot of smaller things, uh, but she'll. She, I mean, I'm I'm sure for a lot of people, she'll best be known for Community. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, she did a great job playing Brenda, but she voices Harley Quinn. Ben, she did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very, very, it was a very very good Harley Quinn, and uh, Anson Mount. Voice Batman. Oops, I mean, it's not mm-hmm. tough to do a dark voice. <laughs> you know, as long as it's not Christian Bale or Occupants. But anyway. Um, and then also Derek Phillips, who plays, uh, who voices Nightwing and uh, Nightwing. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. I liked him a lot. Although not in film that much. And uh, also Janet Varney, who voices Wonder Woman, did a great job. Not too familiar with her work from mm-hmm. I can't. Can't I think there's a lot of voice work? If I'm no, she just hasn't done a lot. Her last film before this was Norm of the North. Okay, well that says a lot about her. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, okay. I see. She does. She's done a lot. She's she's a television actress. Ben. She's done a lot of television. Her television filmography is kind of big. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, the animation was off. It just it felt weird. Ben, mm-hmm. like coming off the killing, uh, killing joke. Uh, Long Halloween, where the animation looked really great. Everything looks beautiful. This was like typical Cartoon Network bullshit, and I didn't like. <laughs> and yeah, and then this has one of the cringiest endings I've ever seen. In a oh, Disney really? Animated film. This was tiny, 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 tiny spoiler. You're never gonna watch it, but Batman and Wonder Woman, Art Wonder Woman, Batman and uh, Catwoman share a kiss, and it's just awkward as hell. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm out, I'm done. Interesting. And I, I should have saw this coming because. This film has actually been out for a couple of weeks overseas, and 
people uh, I've talked to one account who's like, yeah, this film is really, really bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, hey, all right, that's one person. Then I'll probably enjoy it. And IGN gave it a four. So I was like, okay, I'm probably going to enjoy this then. IGN gave it a four. All right, <laughs> yeah. let's go. Nope, I agree with IGN on this one. This was, this was, this was bad, buddy. This was bad. And uh, I can't, I, 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 I warrant you stay away from this, Ben. I really <laughs> okay. this, this, is, uh, this is not a good movie at all. And uh, you deserve to spend your time better <laughs> elsewhere than what I had to go through for an hour and 20 minutes. All right. I wasn't clamoring to watch it anyway. All right. Well, moving on then. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Titan. Oh, boy. Now, Ben, this has been kind of going around the film Instagram lately. Yeah. This film Titan. And uh, it came out on digital yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, decided just to pop it on. I recommend watching it, Ben. But this is a tale of two halves. The first half is a straight up body horror, uh, body horror film. Okay. And it made me feel gross and and and, and kind of uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was this close. But I mean, people can't see, but I was really close, guys, to turning it off. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't. Because the second half is a very, very different film. And it, it's much more of a of a of a focus on family and kind of a care. It's a character study on belonging and uh, a, a, a a dive into the relationship between parents and, and their and their child. Hmm. And uh, the the woman who plays uh, Adrian is uh, or her name's really. Oh, I just gave away kind of a spoiler. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, uh, the the our main character. I'm sorry. I kind of just gave away a big spoiler. Not really a big spoiler, but I gave away a spoiler. Uh, Agatha uh, Raza Rizzuli, I think I'm butchering her name, who plays Alexia. She has sex with a car and gets pregnant from said car. She's also a serial killer. And wow. uh, okay. yeah, the first half is kind of dealing with her in that sense. And then the second half is kind of dealing with some stuff, dealing with her serial killer life and <laughs> her having a hideout. And she runs into uh, Vincent, played by Vincent Linden. And uh, I thought his name was Victor. Oh, it's Vincent. Okay. Anyway, I I much enjoy the second half of this film more than the first half. Ben, it is a really real. That's where I saw a lot of the strong acting. The strong themes were handled really well. Uh, the ending was quite beautiful. And honestly, I know that uh, Agatha uh, Roselle is getting a lot of praise, but I want to give a lot of praise to Vincent Linden, who plays Vincent, the man who takes her in. I'm not going to give away what what goes on with his character, but he's kind of got his own uh, story storyline then, mm-hmm. and it's really heartbreaking actually. And uh, to see what kind of goes on with him and his relationship grow with uh, her character Alexia, it's really strong, and uh, it kind of pays off in a really beautiful way. So I would recommend a lot of to the to our casual audience. I might skip this because the first half is a lot. It's a lot. To, it's kind of a lot to take in, especially her having sex with the car, and you mm-hmm. see some of that stuff. It's mm. really weird and uncomfortable. Uh, but the second half is where the kind of the heart of the film lies. And I say, guys, go see it uh, to my to our to you know what to all our uh, film Instagram people out there. Go see it. Uh, it's a it's a great film. And I know a lot of people on film Instagram have seen it, but I know. Uh, on, yeah, I've on, seen uh, it going around a lot. Yeah. And the people on um, 
Letterbox also. A lot of people have been reviewing on Letterbox, mm. so it's it's making its rounds now. But now it's on digital because it was kind of very very limited in uh in theaters, but. Mm-hmm. It's on digital now, guys. I think it's fifteen dollars to to buy, seven dollars to rent. So give it a watch uh, to all our uh, diehard film fans out there, because this really is more of like an art house kind of a film. All right, last review, film review wise, Needle in a Time Stack. Great concepts involving time travel. And, okay. Uh, execution wise, it's not handled all that well. It's mm. honestly kind of disappointing because it's got a really, really, really great cast, guys. Listen to this cast. Leslie Odom Jr., Frida Pinto, Cerinthia Rito, Orlando Bloom. Ben, wow, yeah. Yeah, that's a great cast. Yep. How do you not market that cast better, Lionsgate? Seriously, that is an all-star cast. That's a, Ben, seriously, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say this. This is an Oscar-level cast. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, and it's great to see Orlando Bloom in something. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like he's kind of done stuff here and there he was in this film last he was in the warfare right. last year called the outpost which is actually really good um he, he was fantastic in it but the premise reads as this a marriage is challenged with a time traveler time travels played by orlando bloom gets mm-hmm. involved in their lives and this this film was clearly set in the very very uh, distant future and leslie odom jr and cynthia reveal kind of have this relation they, they have this they have a relationship and then orlando bloom who used to be uh, entangled with Samantha Uribe's character. They are no longer, you know, they're no longer a thing, whatever. And Leslie Odom Jr. thinks that Orlando Bloom kind of is uh, messing with them, uh, kind of going back in the past, changing their lives. And stuff kind of takes a turn about 35 minutes in, Ben. And that's when the film gets really melodramatic and really, really like <laughs> collateral beauty, sort of. Mm. Uh, melodramatic like it is really really heavy on the on the sadness and depression it's it's the sad music and everything i mean it's all it's all just dour and sad and it just it got too much to me to a point where it's like okay i'm okay with the film being like dark and sad and whatever but i yeah. need some sort of lightness and let you know and there's very very little of that in this film and yeah i i just i didn't like the execution of this i didn't like how some of the actors were used like orlando bloom was very used very sparsely um i didn't i, I wish he was kind of in it more uh, Leslie Odom Jr. is the highlight. He was fantastic, although he could see the melodramatic near the end. It gets to a point where I'm like, "All right, dude, yeah, I, I don't, I, yeah." And then Cynthia Revio just disappears for like large amounts of the second act. Oh, geez, uh, which I didn't like at all. Yeah, um, Frida Pinto's good though. Frida Pinto Ben is one of these actresses where, like, you may not know the, the name, guys, but you'll know the face. Yeah. And you see her face, and it's like, oh, I know her. She's a, mm-hmm. she's she's actually guys. She's a very good actress who needs a better agent <laughs> because she's a she really is talented. She she's done a lot of really good things. I she was I remember she was in Hillbilly Elegy last year, Elegy I should say. She was really good in that. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, I, where, where else was she? Was in something else? Rise like, of the Planet of the Apes is what I think of. Yes, yes, yes. She yeah. was in that. She played uh, the the. Were they married? Uh, I forget. Anyway, she was in a relationship with Franco's, <laughs> I think just girlfriend, with Franco's yeah. character. Yeah. Uh, I liked her now a lot, man. She was yeah. really good in that. Yep. And then she was in Slumdog Millionaire, oh, mm. uh, directed by Danny Boyle. Yes, she's an old, she's an old, she's a great actress. Just get a better agent. Seriously. Yeah. Honestly. I don't want her to get Shailene Woodley because <laughs> she's another actress, man, where she 
butchered by uh, her agent, some of her agent's <laughs> choices. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that was disappointing. I'm not disappointed that I watched it, Ben. It's just I, I expected more from a cast of this pedigree, uh, even though it wasn't their fault. And then the, the director, John Ridley, uh, mm-hmm. he has directed films such... Oh, he was the writer of an Oscar... Uh, of an Oscar uh, film, Ben. Can you guess what Oscar film that is? <laughs> I'll give you two guesses. Uh, I have no idea. Silver He's Linings Playbook. You know what the year after that? Now i got to remember that year. It was a best picture winner as well. Oh, I, I don't know. He was the writer on 12 Years a Slave. Oh, okay. So I'm, wow. uh, yeah, I, I, I found that out afterwards, but I was like, what happened? What happened? Because <laughs> uh, he, he he wrote and directed this, and uh, this was not good. Mm. And he was, well, all right. So he was also been the writer on Ben Hur, the 2016 version. Right. Yeah. And uh, okay. Yeah. We all know how that went. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, when you work with a director of the caliber of Steve McQueen, I guess that brings up the best <laughs> of you. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I, this was definitely kind of one of those days, Ben. It was like, that's a bad day in the office. Mm-hmm. Just, a, just a bad day in the office. And he's kind of had a few of these. So fingers crossed he does some good, some good stuff later on down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, because he clearly he has potential, Ben, because obviously Slave was beautifully written. But let's get Ben talking. I don't want to keep talking <laughs> because, uh, uh, yeah, I, I just reviewed some bad films there. But in a good one, I did talk about Titan. That's a good movie. Anyway. You guys know I've been looking forward to this show for a very, very long time. You know, Ben knows it. He's probably he he's probably can't wait so we to talk about this so I can not talk about it anymore. Uh he's probably tired of hearing about it. Ben, the third season of you came out this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Screw it. We're gonna talk about spoilers. I don't guys, I, I can't uh not today. Have you not finished it, Ben? We have watched one episode so far. God no, you <laughs> oh you oh, God. All right. You know what? Next week for another, we're talking about spoilers. You got one week. You have one week <laughs> to finish it. Then we're talking okay. about spoilers. All right. So let's see my non-spoiler. Fuck! Damn you, Benjamin! <laughs> my non-spoiler thoughts on you season three. Mm-hmm. Best season so far. Wow. Best okay. se- in my opinion, this is the best season they've done. Uh, I have to give a lot of love right now to two individuals. <laughs> one, because uh, I kind of... <laughs> Not kind of. I uh, uh, like he was in Gossip Girl, and I was like, all right, yeah, whatever. You know, he's, he's Gossip Girl, whatever. Uh, but Penn Badgley, mm-hmm. Ben deserves a lot of praise because mm-hmm. he's he really he really does. You can see how much he loves playing this character. <laughs> yeah, and you've watched the first episode, so you know he was he's great. He's yep. great. And uh, but I, because I've been I, I liked the performance. I like the character. I'm just I'm more Team Beck than Team Love. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Victoria Pedretti. Oh my God! Just wait till you watch finish the rest of the show, man. She oh okay is phenomenal in the show. <laughs> this I I need to go back now and just watch everything else she has done. <laughs> she was so freaking good this season, Ben. I I cannot believe how incredible she is. Sweet. Uh, she, her, and Penn Badgley have this chemistry that is like it's so effed up, but it's so good. 
Guys, these are not good people. Okay, these, two, <laughs> no. these are terrible, terrible people, and yet you still root for them. You really do. <laughs> you really, because you know, it, I can't talk about because watched one episode. Okay, so yeah, uh, performances wise, it's great. The story's really great. This has definitely been the darkest season they've done. This is a mm. dark, dark, but it's also got a lot of lightness to it, also. Um, but this is a, and there's an episode. <laughs> Involving their other neighbors or their other yeah their other neighbors, mm-hmm. and I'm like, where is this going? And <laughs> it doesn't go the way I thought it was. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of did, but it kind of didn't. But it was it's it was creepy and weird, but yet it, in that you sort of that you sort of way, ah, it's I guys, I can't even call it a guilty pleasure anymore. This is just one of my favorite shows of all time. I, I can't. I can't. It's not a guilty pleasure. You know why? Because the third season has a 97% of Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. I wow. can't. Ben, this is a Ben, this is a goddamn good show. <laughs> I fucking love it. Netflix. How do you guys hit on your series so well? Your original movies, you have like one good one every year. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like, continue to give your TV department a raise. For real. Because y'all knocked out of the park again with this. This I I cannot wait for it. I don't know well I, I i know how they're gonna do season four i just don't know how damn so you benjamin <laughs> yeah i yeah so next week guys stay tuned for our spoiler discussion of you season three because we are going to do a spoiler discussion you know i'm gonna put that down my notes here and we are going to do a you season three spoiler discussion next week so it gives you guys time to talk about spoilers or to, to finish watching the show and then uh, to, for Ben to watch the last nine episodes, because I don't know what the hell he was doing too busy the freaking state fair, eating fried food and shipping at home, watching new season three. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Those fried olives are good. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Ben, <laughs> if you can't tell, I kind of like this season. <laughs> good. Well, I'm All happy right. for you, man. I All know right. you were super excited. So <laughs> that's an understatement. Glad to, glad I keep watching. <laughs> yeah. I, man, I got home. Uh, after my haircut, I was like, yeah, shut up. Close the door. <laughs> God, what a great season. I'm, I'm probably going nice. not, to, not anytime soon, but the next couple of weeks, so I'm definitely going to be like, rewatch all three seasons in a row because this is just, mm. and to think, man, this was a lifetime show at first. This was a show on <laughs> lifetime. Yep. Yeah. And now it's become a, it's become this cult phenomenon and yep. it's just, it's gained a great uh, following and, oh, okay. So, so. <laughs> anyway, let's move on before I yeah, before I keep obsessing about this show. Um, oh, she's got two Netflix series out, Ben. Uh Victoria Pedretti. Mm-hmm. She's in both the Haunting of the Hill House, Haunting of Blind Manor and Haunting of the Oh, House. yeah, that's right. So I'm gonna have to check that out. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 becoming a stand for Victoria Pedretti, man. <laughs> you try you you laughing now, but just wait till you finish the show. She okay. something else. She is really, really good. <laughs> show anyway <clears throat> and some of the side characters were also really great uh scott speedman was really great um the guy who plays his son i just closed on the cast list i don't know why i did that but the guy who plays his son really great okay i'm done now okay we'll talk about more about it next week we are going to do a spoiler review next week so guys watch you season three let's talk about something that probably is going to become an all-time good pleasure of mine i know what you did last summer a new Amazon show that also came out the same weekend as you season three. I I mean I just the gifts keep on coming for me, Benjamin. I damn. Anyway, I started watching the show the other day and uh the, the, the dialogue is uh, you know it, 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 
pretty uh, pretty average. Let you okay. know. Okay. Okay. The actors do the best with what they can, and uh, if you guys don't know the kind of the premise of, I know what you did last summer. There is a movie, nineteen ninety six, seven. I don't know. I haven't seen it. It's on my watch list. Uh, I've seen that it original. Once. I mm-hmm. think it, I, it might be on Amazon, but if I'm not mistaken, okay, the original. Good. I think I'll look it up for you when I uh, later. But uh, yes, we have we have this uh, retelling of I know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. And I gotta tell you, man, I, I, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. It's cool. actually kind. Of, it's 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 got sort of like your teenage. It's not like CW level of teenage. <laughs> it's not. It's okay. not that. It's 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 good. It's like Outer Banks. I, it's more of Outer Banks, but it's close <laughs> to that. Then, okay, which you'll see on the CW. Yeah, uh, Riverdale. Anyway, um, I like the characters. Uh, Madison Eisman, who plays Twin, she's playing. Uh, both mm-hmm. both of the twins, uh, Allison and uh, Lennon, and mm-hmm. then to round the cast, we got uh, Bill Heck who plays the twins' father, uh, Brian Tzu, Ezekiel Goodman, uh, Ashley Moore, Sebastian. I'm gonna butcher your last name. I'm sorry, Sebastian Amoruso. Kind of round out the kids. Uh, they're all really great. What's wrong with this show really is the script. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it just becomes a little too like, and and. The other thing, and I can't say why without going to spoilers, and I don't want to do that, but there are some major, major plot holes and logic problems with this, Ben. Oh, no. And I'm like, well, how? Why didn't you do that? Why couldn't I? So, yeah. And you'll, if hmm. you guys have watched the show, you'll know what I'm talking about, but I don't I want can, to talk about it without getting the spoilers. I can deal with bad dialogue for a little bit, but when there's plot holes. Yeah. I mean, and this is kind of a big one for me. So... Yeah, but I get I can get over it because I I have become so entangled in this world and with these characters. Okay, and it does a great the, the first episode is probably still the best. Actually, the first and the fourth <laughs> episodes are the best. Okay, because the first does a really great job of setting up these characters and setting up the accident and what happens and how they cover it up. And the fourth episode that's kind of it leaves you on a cliffhanger. That's like oh mm. shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, but in between, Ben the the, the murders in this are brutal. Okay. I'm. I'm. I was even surprised. I was like, "That's that's yikes!" Yeah. As far uh, yeah, so I I can see there's they're trying to be when it's not focused on like the acts and stuff. When it's just focusing on like the kids and stuff, it's trying to be like Euphoria, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's not Euphoria, (laughs) and uh, I can tell it's trying to be that. That's how I see it, Mm -hmm. and it's not really working for me. But yet the actors playing these characters are really good. Okay, I take that back. One character kind of gets on my nerves a little bit, but it's just one character. I, I take that back. Two characters really get on my nerves now that I think about it, really. Um, but yeah, I'm Amazon dropped the first four episodes, which was really surprising because there's only eight episodes. So they've only got four more to go now. Huh. Okay. Um, and they get released weekly so every Friday. So from now until November 12th, which is a finale, hmm. we get episodes weekly. So I am uh, I'm excited to see how this concludes, Ben. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is not the best show in the world. It's got like a it's in the 30s on Rotten Tomatoes. It's definitely gonna be a guilty pleasure. Uh, right. but I I've I've just become so kind of wrapped up in all the, the drama and everything. So I'm I'm in for the long I'm I'm in till the end. Uh like 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 Bucky and, and like Captain Bucky always say then, <laughs> I'm with it to the end of the line. And that's kind of uh that's kind of how I am with the show right now. I'm with it to the end of the line. Kind of 
dud. Hope they don't do a season two. Well, I I, I take that back. I, I wouldn't mind it if we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Check it out, guys, if you want to. It's on Amazon Prime. So if you have a subscription, go check it out. Let's talk about some trailers, Ben. Let's mm-hmm. talk about some trailers. Uh finally something Ben can finally put here. He's been kind of quiet for the last little bit here. Let's first talk about Ben, the tender bar with Ben Affleck. I haven't watched that one. Okay. Well, I will speak on <laughs> I will speak on that behalf. Um Tender Bar, directed by George Clooney, which honestly kind Ooh. of I know I should have a reaction. No, I always but, do that, and then I remember. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, it's directed by George Clooney, so I don't yeah. really know. But he okay. He has directed one film that I actually really, really, really like. Mm-hmm. The Eyes of March. Okay, I, I haven't seen that one. But he has directed one, two, three, four, five, six, eight films. <laughs> uh, Tender Bar being one of those, so really seven films. Mm-hmm. And I've liked one of them. He did uh, Monuments Man, also, right? That that film was dull and boring as hell. I I I, I, I kind of enjoyed that one. I can't say that movie, man. That, that <laughs> film was, I almost fell asleep. And Suburbicon was kind of whatever. I was like, yeah, all right, you know, whatever. Midnight Sky was came out on Netflix last year. It was a train wreck, but visually stunning and beautiful. Uh, Leatherheads, okay, you know, I I I I don't mind Leatherheads. Leatherheads is okay, uh, but. I haven't seen Good Night and Good Luck, so I can't say anything on that. And I haven't seen Cuban. All right, so yeah, so the films I have seen from him I haven't really liked for the most part, except for Leatherheads and Eyes in March. So I take back somewhat what I said about George Clooney. Let me take, let me let me walk back some of those comments. <laughs> We've got a really great cast here, Ben. Ben Affleck, Christopher Lloyd. Ooh, I like that cast a lot. Yeah, we do have Ty Sheridan in here. I've I've, I've been kind of yeah. you know. I like him, all right. Yeah, I liked him in Mud. Uh, yeah, I liked him in uh, yeah, I liked him in Mud. Uh, no, no, I did like him in Ready Player One. I, yeah, I did. Thought he was really good in Ready Player One. Uh, I that's right, and he was in. He's in another film that's kind of like a guilty pleasure of mine. Uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse mm-hmm. has wasn't really well received, but I kind of liked it a lot. Uh, I need to watch Joe. Joe was a uh, Nicholas Cage film. I need to watch that. I hear he's really mm. good in that too. And uh, he's also in the Tree of Life. I always forget. I haven't only seen Tree of Life once. I need to go back and rewatch that film. Ben, have you seen Tree of Life yet? Nope. That's a good, that's a good one. That's a, that's, a, that's actually a good film to watch. As as a film fan, I would say you definitely gotta watch. <laughs> yeah. That. Yep. Uh, but he was also in the X Men movies, Ben. And to be honest, I don't know if it's because of the writing of the character or what, but I didn't really give a shit about his character at all. I think that was more to do with the writing, <laughs> yeah, his character than anything else. Uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know, Ben. I'm, he's okay. You know, I, I, I he is in the film that, that came out this year, also called The Card Count with Oscar Isaac, which I do have rented. And I have like five more days to watch before it goes away, <laughs> so I need to watch it. Yeah, I'll have a review for that next week. But uh, I heard he's, I heard he's okay in that too. So, but Ben Affleck is what really got got me intrigued. Mm-hmm. Uh, the simple pop synopsis reads: A boy seeks a replacement for his father who disappears shortly after his birth. And bonds with his uncle, played by Ben Affleck, and the patrons at the bar. And uh, I could see hmm. some Oscar potential from Ben Affleck, maybe supporting best actor, uh, supporting yeah, supporting uh, actor nomination. Trailer was great, got me emotional a couple times. Uh, wow. okay. I like the dynamic between Affleck and Sheridan, what they showed. Uh, so yeah, this this has potential to be something really good. Actually, I I, I have I'm having faith in this. 
it's got a limited release of theaters December 17th, and it's going to be released on Amazon mm. on January 7th of 2022. So I'm hoping I actually been I might actually drive to my art house theater for this. It's like in the heart of downtown, but I wouldn't mind driving mm. to the art house theater for this. Okay, because I, I anything Ben Affleck, then you know I will go see. <laughs> and go see. Yeah. So uh, yeah, look out look out for this one, guys. This looks really good. Uh, the Lost Daughter. If that doesn't sound familiar to you guys, <laughs> yeah, it's got uh, it's Maggie Gyllenhaal's directorial debut. Ben. Yeah, Very exciting. Yep, and it's got an all another all star cast. Let me read you this. Let me let me, let me read you this cast. <laughs> okay, Olivia Coleman. I'm in. Yeah, Jesse Buckley. Mm-hmm. Great actress. Mm-hmm. Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah, Ed Harris. Oh yeah. Dakota Johnson. Oh, Dakota oh. Johnson in the movie. That's right, guys. Dakota freaking Johnson in the movie. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Dakota Johnson's in the film. <clears throat> okay, sorry. But this looks like the Olivia Coleman show, Ben. And rightfully <laughs> yeah. so, because she is a one of the greatest actresses working right now, Ben. Yeah. Uh, ben, I could she might be the next Meryl Street, Ben. Honestly. She could be. Mm-hmm. But the way her career is going. I mean, mm-hmm. we, last time we saw her was in The Father, and good freaking Lord, yeah. was she great in The Father. Yep. So, uh, and then, of course, her numerous Emmy wins for The Crown. I mean, mm-hmm. Sweet Jesus. I know you watch The Crown, <laughs> so I, I don't, but I, uh, I I hear she's great. So she's if I watch the show, it's going to be because of her. But uh, the premise of this reads, a woman while on a summer holiday finds herself becoming obsessed with another woman and her daughter, daughter being played by Dakota Johnson. Uh, prompting memories of her own early motherhood to come back and unravel her, and just Jesse Buckley is actually playing the younger version of Olivia Coleman, which is really okay. Yeah, yeah. So I like that. So this film has already won an award, Ben, at the uh, oh. International Film Festival for right. uh, best screenplay, which Ooh. gets me hyped. Okay, I'm like, yeah. all right, here we go. Uh, and then it just won best ensemble at another award show. Wow. And uh, the love of my life, Dakota Johnson, also won an award. <laughs> Um, at a festival too. So, yeah, Ben, if I get a screener for this, I am going to lose my shit. <laughs> I will sing to the heavens. Nice. I will probably. I'll. Leave, I, I don't even. I don't, I don't like calling people. I'm actually. I might even call Ben. Be like, I got a screener for this freaking movie. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, sure you will. I, yeah. Uh, the film. So the film has is. It's kind of going through this award circuit right now, Ben. Uh-huh. Uh, our festival circuit being played at festivals. Yeah. And uh, it's being released in theaters limitedly on the 17th of December before going on Netflix uh, mm. New Year's Eve, I believe, December 31st. So oh, okay. I'm hoping sometime in November I get a, I get hooked <laughs> up with a screener for this. Yep. I am, uh, I, I, I can't wait for this, man. The trailer, I finally get a trailer for this. And uh, anything Dakota Johnson, I'm in. So yeah, I'm, Ben, I'm pumped. I'm pumped because I mean, look, yeah, Nicole Johnson, love her to death. One of the greatest actors working today, in my opinion, one of the most Hollywood crush, whatever. Fine. Personal biases aside, you've got a great cast here, mm-hmm. and you've also got Paul Mescal. That name doesn't sound familiar. He's from another show I've been telling people to watch for like the past few months. Normal people. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Ben will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's also in this movie too. So I, Ben, I'm, I love the cast. I love that Maggie Gyllenhaal is getting a chance to direct. Nothing but great things. The trip. Oh, so the trailer itself. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was waiting. 
Very eerie, very creeper. I like the vibes yeah. I got. Yep. It's definitely going to be a slow burn. I got a slow burn buy from yeah. this. Yeah. I got a feeling we're going to see a couple twists and turns here you know, throughout. But uh-huh. what I really got from this, Ben, was it's probably going to be an acting power, uh, acting uh, tour de force for all these people. Yeah. I feel like we're going to see a lot of best performances, probably from Jesse Buckley and Dakota Johnson. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if Olivia Coleman can top her performance in the favorite, <laughs> in my opinion, Ben, because she was just, she was something else in the favorite, man, and uh, or the father to be, to be frank, she was really great yeah. at father as well. But God, her performance in, in the favorite was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I okay, yeah. So yeah, I, but yeah, I'm excited, and we both, we're both Maggie Gyllenhaal fans, so yeah, trailer was... itself was really great. Yep, can't wait for this film to come out. Hopefully. We can get some screeners for this guy. I, I god damn want to see this film right now. Go ahead, I'll, I'll support anything that the Jillens Halls do. For uh, real. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a great brother sister duo there. Um yeah, yeah. But I and anything psychological I like. And I yeah, I was this trailer's I, I still don't know what's going on completely, which I really oh, no, like. I don't either. That's so, why I was trying uh, to like, step away from a trailer. I was like, what the hell is going on here? But, yeah. you know, I'll just talk about the gas and everything. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it, too. See what twists and turns they, they give us. I sent to Dakota Johnson retrospect uh, actress. Okay. Then, if she gets nominated for a Oscar for this film, don't talk to me for like a week. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to I might fly out to California myself and go to the Oscars. I might do it. I might do it. <laughs> you just show like, up. Yeah. <laughs> Dakota! Hey, I'm over here! <laughs> kick you out. But anyway. Um, all right. Let's move on. Yeah. This film kind of came out of nowhere. First, the poster dropped, and then the, the trailer dropped like an hour later, uh, being the Ricardos. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Ben, you know how much of a fan I am of Aaron Sorkin. We haven't talked about a lot about Aaron Sorkin on this show, surprisingly, actually. Yeah. But you know how much of a fan I am of Aaron Sorkin. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yep. And I thought his uh, directorial debut, uh, Molly's Game Bed, is actually still one of my favorite films of all time. And it's one of my favorite films of 2017. Probably top three, I think. It's still my top three. Mm-hmm. Top five for sure. But anyway, his last film was Trial of Chicago 7. On first watch, Ben, loved it. I was like, yeah. Watched it again around close to award season time. And mm-hmm. you and I kind of had the same opinion of like, yeah, it's not as good as we thought it was. But anyway. Okay. Um, I haven't revisited it. Oh, okay. I thought you have. Okay. okay. No. But I, yeah, I did. I I, I like parts of it <laughs> that first watch. Yeah. And you still need to watch Molly's game, correct? Correct. You have access to my damn library, man. Watch a damn film. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's on there. Anyway. <laughs> He's a great writer, though, Ben. I mean, from. <laughs> Probably still his best work, the social network, to Enemy of the State, to Steve. No, there are two films, Ben, people don't take, give enough attention to. Uh, Steve Jobs, which is fantastic. No one talks about Charles B. Wilson's War for whatever fucking that's <laughs> yeah. a great. That's a great movie, man. Yeah, that is, is actually one of Tom Hanks's, like, I can't say better performances because Tom Hanks never gives a bad performance. Yeah. Uh, one of it's. Maybe I, I I don't even know I can say top it's, ten. It's it's, it's up there. It's up yeah. there. He's really great in the film, but the writing of that film is so strong. And yeah, I I I really do like that movie a lot, Ben. And now now people talk talk about it. And then of course he also wrote uh, Moneyball, which is a fantastic mm-hmm. sports film. One mm-hmm. of my favorite sports films. Yep. I, I'm glad you said that because I know you're not a big of a sports fan, but 
Yeah. It really doesn't have to do with the sport itself, but it's more yeah. like behind the scenes. It's background stuff, which yeah. I find interesting uh, because that's really where like a lot of the business gets done. In sports is you know behind yep. the scenes, especially with baseball. And then of course, Ben he's also written a lot of TV shows, The Newsroom, which I love, an underrated HBO show, and then The West Wing, which I need to watch. Um, mm-hmm. So we have this this new film, uh, Being the Ricardos. Ben, you want to talk about all star casts? Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, you have the, the 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 queen herself, Nicole Kidman, and it's just a uh, we're gonna be calling him a legend real soon. Harvey Bardem's in this. Mm-hmm. J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. Clark Gregg. Yeah. Is in this. Coulson. Tony Coulson. Yeah. <laughs> Coulson. Tony Hale is in this. And yeah. I just saw Tony Hale. And what might be his best performance of his career in nine days, which, by the way, nine days on digital and Blu-ray, November second. <laughs> okay. Go, good. Ben. I good plug. Yeah, yeah. It's still my second favorite film of the year. Go watch Nine Days when you get a chance, or on November second. I like the trailer. I like it. I love it. I liked it. It's not much of a trailer anyway, but yeah. I, I liked it. I love the pr- I love the premise of this though. Premise reads, Ben, taking place over the course of a week during the production of I Love Lucy, which she's of a seal ball and a Desi Arnaz encounter a crisis Arnaz. that could jeopardize, thank you, encounter a crisis that could jeopardize their careers and marriage. Hmm. So yeah. clearly it's going to take place over a week, which mm-hmm. I, I, I like. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 you had me at Sorkin and Kidman, though. That's it. That's it, Ben. That's it. I'm, I'm, I mean, Nicole Kidman has been killing it these last, I don't know how many years now. But between the two shows she's done, or actually, let me take it back, the three shows she's done, and uh, I just, I, ha- I put this film on my watch list on Hulu, I think it was. She has this film called Destroyer. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am going to watch that sometime this weekend, but I hear it's like up there as far as best performances of her career. Yeah. I just watched her in The Killing of a Sacred Deer a couple months ago, Ben. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Was she great in that? Yeah, that was crazy. Uh but yeah, between that bombshell, which I know like I'm not it's a good movie, even though they kind of do kind of it they kind of wolf of Wall Street a little bit then. Yeah. But she was still great in it. Uh I didn't see the prom on Netflix. Did you ever, did you watch that? No. Uh Boy Erased, a little independent film she did. Upside. Did you watch the upside? Nope. Okay, with Kevin Hart. Really great. Uh, the Beguiled, which was good. She was good in line too. Uh, she was really good at in that movie. But I said also say the Cole Kim has been killing these last few years, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't think she was ever better than probably nine. I I don't know. I take that back. I, I can't. I can't. We're gonna have to do a, We're gonna have to do a spotlight on her one day too, Ben, because yeah, she's got a lot. Yeah, she's got a lot. And great. Yep. And uh, but yeah, as far as the trailer goes, saw a trailer. Can't wait for the film to come out. Um, I believe Ben, it's gonna get a limited theatrical release before it goes on Amazon Prime. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to get the dates for you guys. So yeah, limited release in theaters December 10th, and streaming on Amazon Prime December 21st. So mm-hmm. Amazon Prime, real quick, Ben does a great job with their movies. They did a movie last year called "I'm Your Woman," a chance a movie I actually had a chance to see early last year before it came on Amazon Prime, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was actually been one of the first movies I got to see like early early but like like an early screener that was one of the first ones i got to see like early 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 whatever uh really really enjoyed it 
and uh, you know, because Amazon Prime mainly known for their TV, right? Yeah. But they have a couple of good movies on their uh, in their uh, in their library, and I kind of hope this joins joins the catalog. And with all the talent here, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping for good uh, for greatness. Yep. I have a lot of ex- high expectations, but let me shut up. What do you think, Ben? So I like uh, I love Lucy a lot. I haven't seen everything. I don't think, but um, a lot of episodes when I was a kid, you know, reruns and everything. I am glad this is not a just a full on like Lucille Ball, uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, biopic or anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I yeah I like the focus story from that premise. But I don't know when they when they announced Kidman and Bardem, I was a little. Uh, we're gonna get great performances, I know, but I don't know. They just don't really fit the the people that I know in in my head. Um, because when I see Nicole Kidman, I don't think hilarity. And Desi Arnaz was, I mean, but Bardem can do a, you know, the the suave kind of character. And he he did some really laid back in the trailer, which is good. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of times we see Bardem, he's very threatening <laughs> and cold. Last so thing, that'll be interesting. Last Bardem did. Uh, mother? Parts no, of <laughs> no, I don't know. But yeah, no, you're right. He's always been more of this intimidating force. I mean. Yeah, the best performance of his career, in my opinion, is still No Country for Old Men. I mean, yep. he was just talk about uncomfortable, Ben. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, I think his last so, one might have been Mother. I, that can't be right. No, Dead Man Down okay, Tales no. was after that, at least. No, before. Oh no, same year, same year. It was the same year. Oh, same. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so he's done some. Yeah, he's done a lot of smaller films, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, before, but Mother like the last big release, but. Okay. I can't say uh, his last film because he's in Dune. Duh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. And then the trailer, yeah, like you said, you liked it but didn't love it. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what they what they do with it. And I, I it looks like great performances, and the the music was really good too. I like that. Yeah. Um, and the, you know, the filming the show and stuff behind the scenes will be cool, but. I don't know. The casting, I'm still a little questioning, and and we'll see if the story can stand up for a whole really good movie. So, look at Ben. He actually did a trailer review. Well, I just talked about the cast. Anyway, <laughs> that will do it, guys, for our uh, trailers. I think this might be a good time to do a ad break, Ben, before we get into all that the meat of our show, which is uh, a whole lot of news. <laughs> yep. So, uh, we're gonna take a short ad break, and then we're gonna be right back. Grab a snack, popcorn, meal, whatever, because we got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. And uh, we'll be back in a second, guys. All right. Well, hope you guys went to the bathroom, refilled your drinks, uh, got a meal, got a snack, whatever it was. I know Ben and I did, and we're back now. And Ben, let's talk about some news because we have a lot to cover. Yep. Let's let's start with someone who's re- who retired from act. Oh, oh, shit. Hold on. Breaking news. He didn't retire. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Ben's old buddy, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Hey, get it. Um, Got to. It was reported that he was going to retire. Then he kills on Twitter. It's like, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about, but I'm not retiring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ben thoughts, because for, for me, this is like, it's, it was kind of weird seeing this. I'm glad he's not retiring. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because, like, you know, we joke all we want to. It probably is because he wants to do that Nolan, Nolan's next film. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's funny. Movie, he'll, he'll do it. Yep. Uh, his last film, Best Sellers, I haven't seen yet, but I did buy. Uh, so I'm going to watch it eventually. Okay. 
got a 51% rotten tomatoes, so I'm going to mm. go rush to watch it at the moment. But I mean, it's got Aubrey Plaza and, and Michael Caine, kind of a that's an interesting duo right yeah. there, Ben. Yeah, <laughs> really, really interesting. But uh, who knows? It could work out for the best, for the better, or it could be for the worse. We'll see. Um, but I'm glad he's not retiring. I'm glad he'll finally, he'll fully retire after Op- Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I was, I was. I mean, not shocked, I guess, but I was like, oh man, end of an era. And uh, I was like, you know, I need to sit down and watch more of his movies, which I do that with everyone. But. Uh, and then he was, yeah, he came out, I guess, kind of clarified his statements saying, uh, you know, he's, what is he, 88 or something or close to 90? He said, I, I just, man, I don't get that many roles these days as uh, as an elder statesman. Yeah, he's, which I can understand. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I understand. But, um, yeah, I hope he, hope he still has some several good, um, more performances in him. And especially Oppenheimer. <laughs> because one of the complaints about us the last time he was in Tenet was you couldn't understand a word people were saying. And I I didn't get that for the most part. There were like maybe instances like here and there, but I didn't get that yeah. for the most part. Like I could clearly yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. Michael King was actually one of those scenes where I couldn't understand because he was he was too busy eating food. The one scene he's in, he's eating food. I'm like, what Michael, chew and then talk. <laughs> Please, I don't know what you're yeah, saying. <laughs> What? Michael, <laughs> swallow, chew, S- swallow. Sound like Bane a little bit. Yeah. I, I don't know if he was trying out for you know, the role of Bane for the, the <laughs> Batman film for the sequel, yeah. but I don't know. <laughs> I, I Look, Michael Caine, thank you for not retiring. I'm, I'm glad uh, you're not going to go out with a film at 51%. But, I'm, I'm, but here's hoping Nolan's film is nowhere near that. And we know it won't be because it's Nolan. Even films <laughs> we think are considered weak, like, I don't know. What films we consider weak of it? I don't even know. <laughs> it's a brilliant, brilliant man. Oh, speaking of Christopher Nolan, Ben. <laughs> uh huh. We did get a confirmed cast member. I can't because I'm gonna I'm about to go to Dakota Johnson on this all over again. Ben, take it away so I don't freak out. Emily Blunt has been ah! <laughs> confirmed to uh, to be in the cast of Oppenheimer. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good. That's a good pairing right there, Nolan and, and Blunt. Yeah, <laughs> I wish. Oh, Benjamin, my third favorite director <laughs> is possibly teaming up with my third favorite actress of all time, and Emily Blunt. I mean, that's this is just. I mean, then someone actually hit me up on Instagram then, mm-hmm. and was like, "Oh, we got a Quiet Place Part Two reunion." I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot about that." Yeah, we oh, did yeah, get a yeah, Quiet Place with, Part with, Two reunion with Killian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and apparently. I don't know if this is true, but apparently Andrew Garfield's in this too. Oh, interesting. I don't know if that's for like confirmed. So I feel like that would have been like a confirmed casting. Yeah. Uh, but apparently he's in it. Cool. Uh, no, you know what it was? I saw an Instagram post. I think it was like one of those rumor things. That's what I think it was. Oh, okay. Uh, I think, I think I could be wrong. Guys, if if I'm wrong, yeah. Okay, yeah. His name, he has he's not on IMDB. So okay, so he has a Right now, it's just Killian Murphy's only confirmed casting. Emily Blunt they have here on IMDb is rumored because the look the deal isn't oh, okay. Yeah, but when they say in talks, yeah, usually that means it's it's, usually. it's confirmed at this point. Which I'm curious, Ben, because I know we're getting another Quiet Place movie around that same time, but I know I think the next Quiet Place movie is going to be a spinoff. Yeah, so which really kind of pisses me off. Yeah, me too. Um, that's a conversation for another day. So I'm curious uh, 
Yeah. I'm, I, look, Emily Blunt is fantastic. I love her to death. She's one of my favorite. Like I said, she's my favorite, favorite actress of all time. Uh, she continues to only get better and better, Ben. I think you and I both agree on that. I, I, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I love this woman, dude. So anything she's in, I'm down for. And I literally texted Ben saying my day is made. I, I, I was just I, I guys, I am so happy about this. Um, only reason why we're not talking about it more is because we have a lot to talk about. But if, if, if this was a light day, I'd just be going on and on and on about how much I love Emily Blunt. But we don't have time for that today. I sense an actress spotlight coming in the near future. Anyway, let's move <laughs> okay. on. Okay. Mel Gibson mm-hmm. is joining the Continental. Mm-hmm. You guys don't know what the Continental is. That's okay. I mean, I, I would I want to know what it is either just if I just heard the Continental. But if you don't watch the John Wick films, the Continental is kind of a, a pretty a pretty important place, Ben, in the John Wick lore. Yep. Uh, and it, we're getting a prequel series, which no one really asked for. No one, I don't really give a damn about it. Yeah. And we're getting Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. All right, whatever. That's it. That's a lot to say. I don't really care. <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, John Wick definitely brought back uh, Keanu into the his Keanu sans. Started all that with the uh, you know new action movies for him and stuff. So maybe they're hoping that'll do that a little bit with Gibson. So I don't know. A cool, cool idea. Interesting idea. Yeah, pretty cool idea. Yeah, okay. but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not super excited for the show. <laughs> it's not pulling me in to watch it day it's, one. Either, it really but... isn't. Man. Like I, I, I don't really care. Unless the yeah. trailer comes out and blows us away, which they could, yeah. they could. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, we're all just waiting. We're we're just counting down a day till John Wick Four. Yeah, all, that's what we're all excited for. But we just have to go through the Matrix Resurrections before we get to there. Anyway, um, as far as Keanu Reeves' filmography goes, okay. Now, Ben, we talked about we got, we got our film reviews. We talked about the TV stuff. We talked about some trailers. I told you guys this was going to be an episode for me. I've got to talk about Emily Blunt, Dakota Johnson in one episode. I, I, I'm i in heaven right now. And now, Ben, we're going to talk about the MCU. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, privileged comic book movies and comic book stuff in general. I'm in heaven. And I'm with <laughs> my good friend here. Talk about all this stuff with me. So That's right. Benjamin, before we get to the MCU, let's talk about Spider-Verse. Because we have maybe... Maybe a title mm-hmm, across mm-hmm. the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the title, or that's yeah, that's the name of the movie. Cool, cool title. I like it. There's <laughs> a uh, there's a really good Beatles song called "Across the Universe." Maybe think of that. So anything that reminds me of the Beatles, I like a lot. Oh, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The Beatles mm-hmm. are confirmed to be in Spider Verse too. All that's right. right. <laughs> I I'm just look I, as far as the movie itself goes, but I'm dude, I'm so excited for this movie. Yeah. Out. I, I've I've been meaning rewatch Spider Verse. It's it's been almost a year since I have watched it. I've been meaning like rewatch it again. So I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna rewatch it in the next couple of weeks because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I've actually that's one of the, that's one of the physical media's I actually do own uh, <laughs> is Spider Verse. I don't own like a lot of animated films been on physical media just because I don't see the point because they kind of look the same on physical and digital. But sure, yeah. Like the only, only other animated movies I actually own Ben are the most like mostly Pixar like Incredibles. Uh, all four Toy Stories, then uh, both Nemo, Fighting Nemo and Dory, uh, and uh, both Wreck-It Ralph films. Oh, um, that's that's cute. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, this movie, however, might be the best looking film out of all those animated films we just talked about. Yeah. Uh, this, I mean, this is just uh, 
If you guys don't own a 4K Blu-ray player and you don't have Spider-Verse, go buy it. Seriously, it, it's an incredible 4K uh, Blu-ray transfer. Seriously. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited that most of the voice cast is coming back for this. I'm glad that they're taking their time. It's not a rush band. It's not like a, you know, because next year will be four years since the release of the first film. So I'm, I'm Wow. Yeah. I know. So uh, I'm glad to take their time with this. And I'm, I'm curious, I'm curious, Ben, too, what the story is and if this ties into anything else that's going on over at Sony right now. Like, I know it's animated, but yeah. I, I'm curious. I, like, Sony doesn't really seem to care what the hell's going on these days. So, <laughs> and will Sony spoil the whole movie with their first trailer? Oh, it's a possibility. I haven't told the story before, Ben, but I'm gonna tell that story real quick. Literally, like, it might have been a couple days before the film came out. You don't need it know at the time, but they released like this one minute, like one minute, one minute, thirty second clip mm-hmm. of like him swinging, uh, Miles swinging around this new suit and everything. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Turns out that was the ending of the film. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was like, I thought I was watching, I was watching, watching the movie. Theater, so I'm like, wait, there's more to this, right? Like, this can't be. No, that's it. This is it. Okay. <laughs> like, not negative because the movie's freaking uh, movie's yeah. masterful. But I, yeah, I, I was just like, great job, Sony. You've done it again. <laughs> and you've done a good job for the most part of keeping, keeping your mouth shut with the, with, uh, well, on, on, no way home. Yeah, no way home. They've done a good. They, y'all have done the best job you you uh, you possibly could have. Yeah, yeah. For Sony, so we give you a round of applause for that. <laughs> now, Ben, let's talk about uh, another cinematic universe. That's right. Let's head over to the MCU. A lot of stuff, Ben. I don't <laughs> even know where to start. So let's start with this. Let's start with uh, Hawkeye. We got an announcement last week, or yeah, last week, near the end of the week, actually. Mm-hmm. They're not dropping one, <gasps> but not all. Except <laughs> the first two episodes, <laughs> yeah, of Hawkeye. You almost had me, <laughs> <laughs> which I like, and I kind of, I kind of alluded to that when we were talking about Disney Plus Day a couple months ago, Ben. When we talked about like what, what Disney Plus Day could do, yeah, I didn't. I, well, however, I did say that they might <laughs> drop the first episode on Disney Plus Day. Right. Clearly, they're not doing that. All right, yeah. that theory's gone now. They're going to drop the first episode on the twenty fourth. Yeah, great idea, actually. I like that. Yeah, WandaVision, They dropped the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Doc, Winter Soldier, and Loki. They only dropped the first, the first one. And what if they only dropped the first episode? <laughs> um, we already almost forgot about what if. <laughs> I didn't forget about what if. I just didn't care about it. But you know, man, we are so close to this show now. It's like it's getting scary. Like, where, where, I, how close we're getting? Yeah. Um, I'm getting really excited. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure uh, now. What I what I do think we're gonna get on Disney Plus Day is probably the final trailer. Yeah. I'm probably gonna get our final look at the show. Yep. Uh, because Disney Plus Day drops on the 12th, so that'll be 12 days before the uh, show premieres. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think actually the red carpet premiere of Hawkeye is like the following Monday after that, or something like that, or that huh. following week. So, uh, yeah, November's. The month of the MCU, man, with Eternals and Hawkeye. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited. Where's your anticipation at, Ben? Are you excited, not excited, in the middle? Where are you at with this? Uh, I'm more excited than I was before because uh, yeah. I, I was kind of like, oh, Hawkeye, g- cool. But that, yeah, that trailer really got me excited. And then, uh, yeah, this nice little little gift for, uh, for nice Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving gift, right? <laughs> to have two episodes, two episodes yeah. before Thanksgiving. Yep. I mean, I'll be watching this show again on Thanksgiving, ignoring my family, <laughs> watching Hawkeye again before we start watching football and everything. But yeah, man, 
two episodes on Chris on Christmas on the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, you got me, you got me thinking about gifts and Christmas, but I yeah, I'm really really excited for this show, man. I'm curious, Ben, if episode two ends on a cliffhanger and we see Yelena after episode two. Mm, I wonder. Interesting. Yep. I'm 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 I I don't think so. I, I think she's more of like an episode three, episode four. But she's definitely going to appear like one of these episodes, like at the very end, and it's going to be like a cliffhanger for next for the following episode. So I'm just curious. That's kind of where my mind went to first. I was like, huh? Oh, yeah. okay. One last thing too before we move on. Over under fifth. Let's see, fifty percent. Yeah, we see Kingpin, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin, because everyone's been saying we're going to see Kingpin. Ah. I've been telling y'all to shut up. We're not going to yeah. see Kingpin. Under, under. under. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, there's been the some recent... already got so much going on as it is. I don't <laughs> yeah. be Kingpin. Yeah, really. <laughs> I don't understand. Do you guys not forget we have another villain getting introduced? And she's also getting her own show later <laughs> yeah. on. So yeah. we don't have any time for Kingpin. There's been some recent advancements in the uh, Charlie Cox returning as Daredevil front, which is interesting. Not for oh, Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, for No Way Home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, but anyway, just throwing that yeah. out there. But yeah, Kingpin, yeah. I don't see that happening soon. Yeah. Uh, before we talk about Tom Holland, let's talk about another guy who likes to spoil everything. Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> um, nice. Just just broke right before we started recording. Yep. World War Hulk. Uh, they're going to do a, an adaptation based on World War Hulk. Possibly. Uh, possibly. This mm-hmm. is just a rumor. Just a rumor. Uh, but it's... They're saying if it happens, it will start going in production late next year. I don't think I think we're gonna see something with Hulk. Uh, I don't I don't know if this room is true or not. I I feel like Mark Ruffalo would have said something first because he <laughs> to spoil everything. Um, yeah. But maybe he's learned his lesson because he look he did to his defense Ben he did keep his post credit scene under wraps for Shang Chi so he <laughs> he, he was able to keep his mouth shut That's about true. that. But yeah, I if they do do this, I mean, cool. I I. I, I'm one of those people. I actually I did enjoy the Incredible Hulk a lot, Ben. I did. It's got its problems, but it's a, one of the stronger MCU films. But I don't think we should forget about it. It's it's a soft film. I feel like we do that because it's Edward Norton, right? Uh, but it's it's not a bad movie, guys. I, I I go back and watch it. It's pretty entertaining. And that final battle between him and Abomination, pretty badass, Ben. That's a, yeah. that's a great fight scene. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I'm down for another Hulk movie. It's long, been long overdue. Don't know how with certain stuff going on with the Hulk now that he can transform himself back into this regular Bruce Banner and Professor Hulk and can Hulk even fight can Bruce even fight because he's he's mm-hmm. still pretty messed up from Endgame I mean we even saw Shang-Chi Ben I mean there's been a fight I think actually Shang-Chi takes place in 2024 actually so it's been a good little bit since he's had that sling on his arm uh the castle so I I mean I don't right. know if it's permanent damage or if it's just gonna take longer to heal but I'm curious if that what happens to She-Hulk with him? Uh, which leads me to believe, I'll say that for when we talk about the other big thing that came from Marvel this week about delays and stuff, but yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later. Now let's talk about the other guy who likes to spoil everything, uh, Tom Holland, Ben. Because, you know, Tom Holland also likes to spoil everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He talked about how Far From Home might be the end. Well, my, it, this is the end of the Homecoming trilogy. Yeah, and that they would like to do something in the future, maybe with uh, Spider-Man. He talked about them, you know, him and Jacob uh, Batalon and Zendaya kind of like having a emotional moments last day on set and everything. And look, I'm gonna say what I said with the Venom Two review, Ben. 
this is it for Spidey in the MCU. He's done. He's going back to Sony full time. Now, I could be wrong, and there could be a new deal done next year. Yeah. Or the year after. I don't know. I, I, I've loved seeing Tom Holland in the MCU, Ben. Mm-hmm. But something that's been said on a couple of YouTube shows and stuff, and it's, it really is true. The best Spider-Man films have not come from the MCU. They have come from Sony themselves. And Spider Into the Spider-Verse, which we just talked about, and Spider-Man 2, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2, which you and I still believe yeah. is the best Spider-Man film ever made. Right. I, I, Correct. That's why I love my guy here, because Spider-Man 2 is <laughs> the definitive Spider-Man film, in my opinion. But Objectively, yes. Yes. Objectively, objectively. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It's the best. Anyway, Ben, if this is the end of Tom Holland's run in the MCU, it will be sad because mm-hmm. I have enjoyed his time in the MCU between his appearance in Civil War. I, ben, what an introduction it was for him in Civil War. I, that, what a great intro scene. And then Homecoming and Far From Home were great. I got to say, Ben, though, I, I just I love seeing him interact with other adventures, though. I love, mm-hmm. like, especially in Infinity War, just him, his back and forth with Tony and Doctor Strange and that event with the Guardians. That was great. And then in Endgame, his little mommy hands with Captain Marvel was like, hi, I'm Peter Parker. Hey, Peter Parker. I, you know, I love a little back and forth. And yeah, uh, I love him and Nick Fury and Far From Home. And I am curious, though. You know what I'm not prepared for, though? Because Happy's going to have to stay in the MCU. Happy's not going to be able to go over to the Sony-verse. He's probably going to stay in the MCU. I'm <laughs> yeah. not prepared for a Peter and Happy goodbye, man, if that happens. Mm, because yeah. I, Far From Home did a really good job of solidifying kind of their bond. And uh, especially now that Tony's gone. So I uh, wouldn't that be something, though, if, uh, if they have to say goodbye. I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I'm actually kind of getting emotional about it, because like I. Oh, yeah, they, we've had we've had a good run of Spider in the MCU, but I, I I do think this is his time in the MCU is coming to an end. I don't know if it's going to be with No Way Home. I do think because he is I don't do one more MCU film after this. Right. And my okay. thought is it's probably going to be Multiverse of Madness. If it's not yeah. that, Ben, it's gotta be Avengers Five, right? So yeah, I, team up. Yep. Yeah, and so that's why I'm thinking Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness because they're gonna want to announce another Spider-Man sequel before Avengers Five even comes out, and we don't even know when Avengers Five is coming out at this point. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't know what what talk 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 to people, Ben. Talk to talk to us. What uh, how are you doing all this? I mean, I'm I'm hoping they keep him around for more, and he can kind of bounce between Marvel and Sony. Uh, but if they just keep, well, no, it's not separate anymore, but I don't know if they, if they kind of keep storylines and stuff kind of separate, then like I said, that'd be okay. I'd have to deal with it, but I don't know. I hope they don't just drop them completely though for Marvel. And I hope they don't kill them off as a, you know, 25 year old or whatever. No, so. they're going to keep, they're going to keep, they're going to keep Tom Holland around. I think Tom Holland's not done with Spider-Man for another like decade or so. He's, yeah. I think he's going to be our Spider-Man for a while. Yeah. Um, unless he just starts getting bored and unhappy, but which <laughs> yeah. which can happen when you play a role that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but for it to be the end of this trilogy, I mean, I I understand that. Yeah, and that's that, that that's kind of a cool thing, I think. Yeah, I think this confirms to us too. But there are some major shit going down in this movie, though. <laughs> yeah, major shits going down. I mean, there's there's that there's I mean, there's rumors around going about who's gonna die and everything. I do think we're gonna get yeah. a major death. It might yeah. be happy. However, I will not be surprised if it's May. Don't don't sleep on Aunt May past oh, wow. possibly die. that. Talk about <laughs> the impact that will have on Peter. Yeah, if May dies or, or, or hey, 
MJ also. Jeez. However, I uh, did talk with our buddy Mark about this too, Ben. Mm-hmm. About a couple of things. One, there could be a consequence from No Way Home. If, now this is a big if, if Toby and Andrew are in this movie, what if a consequence of No Way Home is both both their universes get deleted? Hmm. I didn't think about that, but I was like, look, there's gonna be there's gonna be some consequence in No Way Home. Yeah. Right. I I I have to think some 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 bad shit is gonna go down. That would be that would be some bad shit. Now I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> nah. But I, I would be shocked if I mean I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't either, just because I I I I don't see Andrew Garfield coming back playing Spider Man anytime soon. And no, nah, not either anymore. Toby, all of their having rumors that maybe Toby and Sam Raimi could team up and do Spider Man four or whatever, <laughs> like a old man Peter Parker kind of thing, which would be kind yeah. of cool. Uh, I doubt that's going to happen, but you know, look, we're less than two months away now. The, the hype is the hype is growing. Uh, I'm I'm excited for this. I know Ben, you're excited for this. Uh, so yeah, well, let us know what you guys think. What about Tom Holland's time in the MCU? Is he done with? Is he done with? Uh, his time is his time in the MCU over after this? Is he going back to Sony full time? Let us know. Uh, hit us up in the DMs, email us, choose let us know in the comments, whatever what you guys want to do whatever the kids do these days, um, please let us know. Speaking of hype, the world premiere for Eternals, Ben, just happened on Monday. Mm-hmm. And Ben, you know how much I've been looking forward to this movie. I mean, mm-hmm. the hype has been through the fucking roof these past few months. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, Chloe Zhao coming in. And after seeing, especially after seeing Nomadland, Ben, I think you and I even both got even more <laughs> hyped for, yeah. for Eternals. And now, Ben, we are two weeks away. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. When this episode drops, we'll be two weeks away, and we have we got our first critic reaction. So <laughs> let's let's go through a couple of critic reactions, shall we, Benjamin? Because yeah. they haven't been overwhelmingly positive, but, but for the most part, they've been positive. Mm-hmm. But we've seen some, you know. Meh. Let's take a look. Jenna Bush, uh, who I respect on who I respect as a uh, film journalist, writes in. I'll get to why I said that in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, Marvel's Eternals had a lot of really cool moments. I enjoyed a lot of it, but the tone was very uneven. I felt like I was watching several movies mashed together. <laughs> Lots of great humor and some really sweet moments. Fun mid and after the credit <sighs> scenes. I liked so much of it, but it was too much to put into one film. Brian Tyree Henry and Kamal and Johnny and Johnny are wonderful. Could they have a spinoff, please? That's kind of been like I've been seeing a lot. It's sort of like when people talk about the uh, cast, uh, yeah, standouts. Stand, Kowal yeah. has been on yeah. all of them, so I am really, really looking forward to seeing his character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Davis, who I quite like a lot. Marvel's Eternals is spectacularly weird and rich with a new MCU <laughs> mythology cool. that makes it feel separate from everything else. It's honestly refreshing. There's a bittersweetness to the film that you feel in its sun sunset shots. A definite Chloe's out touch. It's it, it is soulful and thoughtful. Nice, nice. Yeah, I like me a good sunset shot, so that's good. <laughs> it's real. There's a lot, <laughs> he goes on. There's a lot of stories to devour in Eternals. It spans thousands of years, but Zao does a good job of balancing it all. Uh, Liam McHugh, Brian Tyree, Henry, and Kamal Johnny <laughs> were my faves, but everyone is good, and they have and they all have fascinating powers. Some truly great character moments too. Scott nice. McDowell writes. Eternals is Marvel's version of Zack Snyder's Justice League, a film that builds upon a cast of unknown characters and does so with great success. Chloe Zhao's direction is superb, easily one of the best-looking Marvel films of all time. Mm-hmm. Insane post-credit scenes, too. 
Uh, Perry Nemiroff writes, and Trolls is dense, and I felt the weight of the exposition often. Movies at its best when the focus is on the Eternals recreating their family, the humor of it, and the passion when they fight for each other and the things they love. Also, Angelina Jolie in the MCU is everything. And I'll just Good. read uh, John Campy because you know me. I'll, uh, John Campy is like, that's my guy right there. So Eternals is dense, rich, and has more depth of story than anything the MCU has done thus far. Also, the most beautiful MCU film to date. I need time to unpack it all, to be honest. More tomorrow, but for now, here are my quick. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's it for that. Uh, but you've got a lot of like Kamal and Johnny, Brian Tyree, Henry, standouts, Angela Jolie. Haven't heard a lot about Gemma Chan and Richard Madden, but I've heard some others that I I didn't read uh, just there. But I have read some others who are who have praised them. So, uh, but what I've gotten for the most part is this film is the most beautiful looking Marvel from the date. Yeah. Uh, a lot, a lot to pack, a lot to take in in terms of storytelling mm-hmm. and mythology. Look, the guys, this is the second longest Marvel film. It's two hours and thirty seven minutes. It has been confirmed now. Only the first longest is of course Endgame at three hours, but I'm. Feige has been hyping this film up since like last year, and because uh, this film was supposed to come out last year, it's been shitting on the right. shelf for over a year, Ben. And now people, are, now critics are finally able to see it. We're going to be able to see it in two weeks. Uh, I've I actually ordered both my long sleeve and short sleeve T-shirts for Eternals on nice. Amazon, so I'm, I'm pumped. Hopefully, my poster gets here before I have grandchildren, but because uh, they said they said they, they said anywhere between fifteen to thirty four days, so. <laughs> That means that, that, yeah, that, thank you guys for that heads up. But anyway, I've been really looking forward to this because of, because of really the cast been, has been yep. phenomenal. Chloe Zhao, who I know you and I, we weren't big fans of Nomad Land, but what you right. and I both said was, damn, that direction was awesome, was top notch. Yep. And uh, Chloe Zhao deserved every bit of that Oscar. As she, I, I, I would have chosen Promising Young Woman, but I have no complaints with Chloe Zhao winning anything last year. She was. She, she earned it, Ben. She really did. And hearing the, the praise from Feige and the cast, and I just, I, I'm really looking forward to this, man. And I like hearing the words like refreshing, something new, something yeah. different. Dance um, you know, is something we don't dance, usually yeah, hear either. For real. Well, I'm, I'm not surprised because in a two hour, 37 minute film, with all these yeah, characters, all this world building you have to do. <laughs> yeah. I imagine there's going to be a lot of world building. What I've right. also heard is, too, there's a lot more story and less action. What I've also heard also from a couple people is, this is a Chloe Zhao movie, not an MCU film. <laughs> that gets me excited, Ben. Yeah. Because, look, I don't think I'm not one of the people who thinks Marvel's in the, has a formula. I don't think there's an MCU formula. I don't believe in that. I think MC, a lot of MCU films are different from each other. They have certain elements like hero over everything else first, right? Yeah. And the, the second act mistake or, or mess up or something and then build yeah, up and the to the third act. Yeah. Beam in the sky kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. They have that, but it's not, it's not a formula because it, it doesn't happen to every Marvel movie. Right, right. But I'm also, I also have that same fear too, and what I've been saying for like the past few months, this really does sound like this. Well, first, I think this is going to be Marvel's first divisive film because I don't think general audiences are going to take this in as well as. Well, a lot of- maybe not the first, but you think the biggest at least? Well, I feel I like Iron Man think- 3 and a few others. Oh. Yeah, this might be their. Okay, yeah. Well,. I don't really count as the. I guess you can count as divisive, but um, Age of Ultron, a little bit. I think for the most part, people are kind of on the same page with Ultron. I think there's like a kind of a, a Nowadays, group who think yeah. Ultron, 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 <laughs> Ultron is good. Not you know, I lie in that camp. Um, I'm also in that Iron Man three camp. Of, okay, yeah, yeah fine, divisive, yeah. whatever. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, this might be their biggest 
divisive film to date. Yeah. Uh, just because I, you, from what, uh, from what I could be wrong, Ben, let me know if I'm wrong on this. What I, I have a feeling of, this is going to be a slow burn character driven story. That's kind of what I've gotten from this. And a lot of world building and the action will be sporadic. Yeah. But when we get the action, it will be worth it. So yep. that's kind of what I got from it. What, what, what are your thoughts on all the reactions and kind of what you're, what, what you're taking from all this? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was kind of what I was hoping to hear, I guess, <laughs> the the beauty of uh, the cinematography and everything. I kind of, I mean, that and the cast, I'm, I'm really most excited for. Um, yeah. And then I, I don't know. I don't know if slow burn is the, I don't know. When I think of that, I think of like Blade Runner 2049 and stuff. Well, for, but a Marvel it, for a Marvel standard, yes. okay, it'll be yeah. a slow burn. Yeah. yeah. Um, Look, I, I feel like more what we got with that building first, story. With, I think it's a good example, actually. Mm-hmm. What we got with that first act of Endgame is probably what we got, what we're getting with this whole entire film, uh, Eternals. Yeah. That yeah, first yeah. act of Endgame, okay. for the most part, is character, a lot of character driven, slow burn yep. rubble in yep. terms of when. And you know, apocalypse five years later, what's going on? And everything. Yeah, yeah. I, feel like that's I agree with that. Mostly, what Eternals is is a lot of that first act of Endgame. I could be yeah. wrong. We haven't seen the movie yet. Thanks, Go Fobo. But you know, I haven't. Look, I was I was kind of hoping, Ben. Like uh, after I, I I made that post uh, the other day about the first reactions, I was like, because a couple hours later, when I did that for Shang Chi, got the invite to do to oh. see <laughs> for Shang Chi. Yeah. So I was like. I, I can look at my Fingers emails. Crossed. Like, yep. Eternals, uh, maybe no. Okay, so it's not gonna happen. But you know, <laughs> I'm actually Ben. I'm okay, and I'm actually I'm doing something that I've never done for an MCU film before. What's opening that? night, I'm going by myself. I I I, oh. I usually go with friends or something. Opening mm-hmm. night, I'm doing something different. So I kind of wanted this experience for my own. Friday, I'm going with friends, but that Thursday night, I'm actually going by myself because I I really just want to soak it all in and kind of just. Let, let it be because I, I I've never done that for an MCU oh. before, but I am for this, so I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. Something something different for me. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Though. Cool. Uh, any any other thoughts on Eternals? Uh, no, I'm just I'm excited to see it. As am I, Benjamin. As am I. I don't I don't I, I don't think I've ever been excited for like a back to back sort of Marvel films like I am for Eternals and then No Way Home. Like that's a mm. great back to back. Like well, you know we had <laughs> very Infinity different War yeah. and then. Ant Man the Wasp. Okay. All right, <laughs> sure. I take that back. Any yeah. game is far from home. I was kind of really hyped for. I take mm-hmm. that back. Yeah, I was. That was probably second closest right there. But yeah, I'm. This is probably the most, as far as Eternals goes. Just I'm moving its own Ben. I am now at my Civil War level hype. I, I think wow. it's exceeded my Civil War. I, dude, it's like you mentioned, man. This cast and Chloe Zhao, with the Marvel, with the Marvel label, with the Marvel flair. Sign me up, man. I'm, yeah, I, I'm in. So fingers crossed. Maybe we'll maybe we'll still get early screenings. I don't know. Maybe, but if, we, if I have to wait another two weeks, so be it. I'm okay with that. Uh, let's move on, Ben, and let's, let's 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 talk about some sad news here. Not not all sad, not all sad, but uh, Marvel was like, you know what? It's Monday. Let's let's give people some bad news. <laughs> The day of the Eternals world premiere of all things. I was like, huh. Yeah. Interesting, Disney. But uh Ben, why don't you take, why don't you take this one? Take, take this one away, Ben. Um yeah, so the 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 saddest news here was that Indiana Jones is pushed back a whole another year before it comes out, which I know uh Jacob and I are 
very sad about that. Yeah. Yeah. I know you guys are. <laughs> Jacob, but, actually, I posted that thing on my story. <laughs> Jacob, like five minutes later, responded like, no. <laughs> I did the same thing to him. <laughs> yeah. That was um, really funny. But the no, the, the main thing I think you're talking about is the uh, delay of several Marvel movies. Was it like four well, or five? Some of, are, some of them are like a month or two. Right. Or like weeks. Some of them are like, oh, shit. <laughs> only one to not move the release date was Guardians 3. Yeah, which is... And Ben brought up a good point because Guardians 3 wow. really is... They do kind of stand on their own for the most part as like kind of the separate own stories. Yeah. Um, I'm actually... One of the one of the rewatches I'm actually going to do that before Eternals is I'm actually going to go back and rewatch both Guardians films because mm-hmm. they're probably nice. close to the kind of what cosmic is going on your cosmic and everything and yeah. I probably will and I'm obviously if any more game I'm going to rewatch because those are as far as, as far as events going into you <laughs> looks like those have a pretty big tie into that but yeah so let's let's take a look at some of these moves uh, Doctor Strange two moves to May 6, twenty twenty two uh, from its March. Uh, 25th release date. Uh, Thor 4 moves from its May 6th release date to July 8th, 2022. Black Panther 2 moves from July all the way to November. Mm, yeah, Marvels, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. The Marvels moves from November to February and then uh, 2023. And then Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania moves from February to July of 2023. Mm, yeah. So, Ben, I have some thoughts on this. <clears throat> First mm-hmm. thought, the Thor thing, or Doctor Strange, I'm okay with because it's moving from March 25th to May 6th few weeks yeah not a big deal kick off summer with doctor strange the multiverse of madness cool awesome that's a great way to start the <laughs> yep. summer right there yep four four okay two more months but it's coming out after the holiday weekend all right that's a great way to start off the post uh fourth of july festivities is uh I don't know, some four action black panther two that's a big move right there mm-hmm. from, from july to november but again i understand why they did it i'm okay i'm i'm another move i'm like you know what Okay, I understand. Give us some more time uh, to kind of iron, you know iron out the or you know work on the post production stuff, whatever. I don't even, they're not even done shooting Black Panther two actually, right? Uh, and of course, we're getting Riri Williams. Um, mm-hmm. Intro to Riri Williams in this, so that's interesting to say the least. I, I have a feeling she's going to get like a Tom Holland kind of a role, like yeah. Tom Holland in Civil War kind of a role. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe much, but uh, you know maybe like. Second, third act. I don't know. We'll see. The big one to me, Ben, is Ant Man: The Wasp. One on media moving from February to July of 2023. That's the big uh-huh. one for me. This is probably the most excited I've been for an Ant Man film. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. Look, I have, look, I'm an MCU fan, so look, I, I have high hopes for. All, I have high expectations and high anticipation for all these films. But like Ant Man, not so much. Right. Uh, but I have really dug the first two Ant Man films. And uh, this one really, really has me excited because after Loki, mm-hmm. the reason why this is interesting, Ben, is because of this. Do we really think Marvel's going to wait to put out Loki season two until after July 28th, 2023? Do we think Marvel's going to wait that long to release Loki season two? Um, I don't think so. I don't know. They got a lot. And I, I know they have a lot. Coming up ahead of it, yeah. I just, as far as Disney Plus stuff goes, though, Ben. That's a that's a long, 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 long time to go. Yeah, I'm starting to think now we might get Loki season two before Ant Man the Wasp three. Just a personal thought. I think we're going to get a lot of answers explained on Disney Plus in a couple of weeks, Ben. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I could be totally wrong about this, but that's just a theory I have. Mm-hmm. 
why they made this move? Well, I have my theories, and then Ben, you sent me that thing about they want to work on post production and creative stuff. Yeah. Um, so makes sense. I think that's all a bunch of bullshit. Um, nope. I, I, I think part of that's true, Ben, but I think also I, I, I'm still sticking to my guns here. We're going to get two Disney Plus shows before we get Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Mm. I think one of those for sure is Miss Marvel. However, I did read something the other day saying Miss Marvel might get delayed until summer 2022, <laughs> which has me thinking, what the hell is going on in post-production? <laughs> yeah. Sweet, y'all have been working on this damn show a long freaking time. Yeah. Um, but So we'll see what happens with that, Ben. I think we're going to get Moon Knight also before Darker Trains and Multiverse of Madness. Hmm, I could okay. be wrong. I like that. Uh, but that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, kind of fun with the, what they did this past year, or this past year, this year with Black Widow and, or not Black Widow, uh, WandaVision and Black Winter Soldier mm-hmm. before Black Widow. Actually, they released Loki before Black Widow also. Um, Loki just kind of finished when Black Widow wasn't still in theaters. So mm-hmm. that could happen also. So I don't think we're going to get three before Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Then we're going to get two. Um, because we got to remember also, we don't know when the hell the Mandalorian is coming out. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah, I that's kind of my thoughts on all of this, Ben. A secret invasion might get pushed back to next. Well, I, I think secret invasion might still come out late next year. Also, because we got to remember also, what if season two is also scheduled to come out next year as well? So, yeah, that's probably going to come out around the time, probably after Thor. It's going to come in between the time of Thor and Black Panther. I think they're going to release two shows in between there, Ben. Maybe I take that back. No, I think they're going to do what if season two in between that stretch right there. Hmm. Yeah, uh, that 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 would be uh, I think I think they're gonna do that, but we'll see we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, look, the delays, shit happens. Yeah. But clearly, you move one film, Ben, you gotta move all. You gotta move. The rest. <laughs> yeah, all, that's the problem. All, they're all interconnected with one another. So right, I'm okay with this, Ben. I mean, it's not the end of the world. I'm not complaining. I'm not bitching. My, you know, I, it, it, yeah, it sucks, but it's for a reason, and you know, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, at least it's not a whole nother year. Like it was with the you know twenty twenty Black Widow and all yeah. that Shang Chi. So yeah, I I believe them about the production because I think Multiverse of Madness is going to be crazy and got a lot going on, and I feel like that was kind of the impetus of this moving. Well, what I do like about this move too, Ben, we're back to three Marvel films a year, which I kind of like. Yeah, yeah, not four, but we're doing this year. Yeah, that should help slow down any mm-hmm. fatigue that there is. Not from I, us. I got a, I got a feeling we're gonna get a lot of Disney Plus stuff next year from Marvel though. I really yeah. do. I think we're I think we're gonna get yeah, that, there's a lot going shows. on there too. <laughs> I think we're gonna get Moon Knight Miss No, we want to get five next year, Ben. Mm. She Hulk. We don't know when the hell She Hulk's coming out. Yeah, yeah. Because She Hulk's been done for a while too. People forget about that. She Hulk's been done for a while. Holy shit. <laughs> Damn. All right. I yeah, I gotta rethink some things here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so we know one thing for certain, Ben, or two, really two things. We're probably we're definitely getting Miss Marvel next year. We're yeah. gonna get season two of What If. Sure. Moon Knight. They have sets coming out next year. I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Ben. What will be the first show? If you had to put them in order, okay, of stuff we're gonna get these Disney Plus shows in. What do you think is gonna come out first? What do you think is gonna come out last? Uh, Ms. Marvel, first. And I think we'll have a we'll have more buffer between the What If seasons. So Moon Knight, and then I guess maybe What If too. Well, I don't know. Maybe She Hulk even before that. I have a feeling. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, 
then we're gonna get the movie. We're gonna get the two movies. You know, yeah. uh, Doctor Strange, Thor. I think after, between Thor and Black Panther two, just from July to November, we're gonna get What If season two, and then I think okay. we're gonna get Secret. Inv- I think we might get Secret Invasion in between there also, but I think definitely late next year we're definitely gonna get um, either She Hulk or Secret Invasion. I think something's getting something's getting pushed twenty twenty three. Yeah, whether that's She Hulk sure. or whether Secret Invasion, <laughs> I think it's going to be She Hulk though, because Secret Invasion Ben seems like something because it's coming out so though that and Captain Marvel two of the Marvels are so close together since the Marvels coming out in February twenty twenty three, I would have to imagine they would want to put out Secret Invasion probably before the Marvel the Marvels or yeah before the Marvel. So I got a feeling yeah. it's probably going to get that like November for like a couple weeks after Black Panther two. So mm-hmm. we also got to take into consideration also. When the hell is Mandalorian season three coming out? Because <laughs> we're not going to do a Star Wars and a Marvel show back to back. So, but maybe, well, there's, maybe that, there's that much time left, though. <laughs> well, I'm year, saying so like maybe. maybe maybe it's Moon Knight getting pushed. A little back. overlap. Mm-hmm. It could be Moon Knight. Uh, but at least we agree on Miss Marvel one of season two are definitely coming out next year. That's for certain. Yeah. All right. We could spend an entire episode talking about that. Yep. Let's move on. Last thing on the docket, and it's a big one. The shit show that was DC <laughs> I spent four hours watching this damn thing. I had DC Phantom on one screen, Cosmo on another screen, and Finals on another screen. <laughs> Parents, if you're listening, I paid full attention to my schoolwork. <laughs> if you're not listening, I paid full attention to my schoolwork. Anyway. Nice, nice. Good save. Ben. Yeah. Even though this thing drew 66 million people this year. <laughs> This was a total clusterfuck. This was a disaster of a show. For every cool little bit of stuff we got, mm-hmm. there would be a couple hours of goddamn nonsense. Ooh, <laughs> look at Cam Newton talking about his Superman hats. Ooh, what? Cam Newton said again. He had a whole like twenty five, like ten minutes statement about look at my hats. I'm looking at my exclusive first look at it. I'm like, shut the hell up, kid. You're not even in the league anymore. <laughs> shut up. We don't oh, care. Then they had all these breaking news flashes, and it'd be breaking news that no one cares about. I, I can't remember a single thing. And it would be the girl who plays Iris in The Flash on CW, um, Candace Patton, who I love. Mm. Good actress. She does a good job flying Iris. But like breaking news, yada, yada, yada. Shut up. <laughs> Don't care. That said, the show was a disaster, yes. <laughs> Four hours of my life wasted. Got some cool stuff, Benjamin. A few, few good things, yep. So I, I'll... <laughs> We're going to do what DC Fandom did. We're going to make you wait to talk about the Batman. We're going to talk about the Batman. Absolutely <laughs> okay. last. Because that was... Goddamn bastards. I, DC Fandom. Yeah, I saw that off. coming. Well, it, it's smart on their part. Yeah. Really smart on their part. Because we all would have checked out after that. <laughs> we all would have checked out after that. But that's fine. Let's talk first about Black, that Black Adam footage. Nice. Yep. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I was, was, was kind of nice. surprised. It wasn't even really that much, but just a quick little scene, probably from the beginning of the movie. Uh, nice. But yeah, I was I was surprised how much I kind of enjoyed that. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. The way he killed that guy. I was like, <laughs> Whoa. Oh, shit. Yeah. And actually, I forgot what was either on Instagram or Twitter, but someone said, let's play a drinking game. And see how every time uh, Dwayne Johnson says hierarchy, take a shot. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was, that was kind of funny. 
I don't think he said as much as I as I, I expected him to, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got some behind the scenes stuff of Aquaman too. I like that a lot. I kind of I dug that. Yeah, I I'm not. I know you like the first one a lot. Um, Me? I, I no. Yeah, yeah, I love that first movie. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I wasn't as big on it as you, but the I don't know the the behind the scenes. Yeah, most of it was was looking pretty cool, and it's it's always cool to see them when they're excited about you know what they're working on and everything. So, well, what I get with both Aquaman films is kind of what I got with Shang Chi. Just the passion and the yeah. love this cast has, yep. and the crew and the director has for this project for this material. You just feel, and that's when you really get a good movies right there. When you, that's why Ben, I'm so obsessed with that Shang Chi movie because you just, <laughs> you just feel that passion, yep, everywhere. So, yeah, I like what we saw. I dug Black Manta's new costume. Yeah. I hope he's the main villain for this. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm, I'm really starting to love Momoa's new outfit or, uh, yeah, new look for the, um, or his new suit for Aquaman too. Got like. Five seconds of Amber Heard, which I thought was kind of funny, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for this coming out next year in December. So uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm God, I DC really knocked out of the park with that first one because they kind of they knew what they they know how ridiculous Aquaman is. Like, you know what, fine, <laughs> yeah. let's just make it as ridiculous as we can. And they, I love just them going all out, all bonkers for it. So let's move on. Let's talk about. I haven't this decided. I. I I'm not a big video game player anymore, Ben, but Jesus Christ, this Suicide Squad kills Justice League. <laughs> oh my God. That 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 trailer, Ben, loved it. Great, great, great look. So we're getting that and Gotham Knights coming up. Yeah, and I am about that. I am oh, I'm already sold on both of those games, so I did not watch the trailers. I, okay, I know well, I'm getting those. So yeah, I I'm just looking to play Gotham Knights because it I just I it, you know I I I I don't the gameplay looks cool and everything. I'm not really cool with the story. I'm like whatever, but okay. I you know, Rocksteady has made or yeah, has made some of the best video games ever made with the with the Arkham series. And I think yeah. Arkham Knight Arkham Arkham Knight Ben is actually my favorite in the trail in the series. I remember you saying that. I yeah, I love that game so much. Um I remember it because it came out when I was a sophomore in college, I think. Uh, 2015 or 2016. <laughs> yeah. But in my we spent an entire weekend just playing that game. And God, it's just it's so much fun, dude. Yeah. And uh yeah, I no, actually it came up the summer that summer before school, but I didn't start playing it until after, like when I got to school. That's mm-hmm. right. So but yeah, anyway, anyway, regardless, love it. It's one of my it's in my top 10 favorite video games of all time. Um, so I'm yeah I'm looking forward to it, but yeah I'm much more looking forward to this Suicide Squad kills Justice League. Looks awesome. Cool. All right, John Cena, Peacemaker. We got our first look. I liked it. Okay. Like we got I like what we saw. Looked good. It looked good. Uh, I, I the Suicide Squads is in my top fifteen Ben of all time favorite comic book films. I I just I, I really 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 love, love that film a lot, and. Uh, Peacemaker is one of the reasons why, man. I thought John Cena not killed it, man. He knocked yeah. out of the park, and um, to him get for him getting a series and for James Gunn to be back doing the you know directing and doing the show in this, I love it. So yeah, I'm excited. I love the cast. I thought the first trailer was great. Uh, there was this funny interaction between him and a janitor about I've never heard that superhero name before, or whatever. So uh, yeah, it, it looks great, and I'm I'm excited. Uh, a little disappointed when I can see Amanda Waller that we know of, that we know of. 
but uh, still looks still looks interesting. Yeah, I skipped this trailer too, um, but I'm I'm gonna watch it most likely. I didn't like uh, the Suicide Squad as much as you, but it uh, definitely one of the best uh, DCU movies. And uh, was HBO Max, of course, <laughs> the show. So I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll I'll watch it when it comes out. Flash. Yeah. I, I I don't understand why they chose to. I I like the trailer, Ben, but there were some things about that trailer I just didn't like. And one of the things was, we know that's Keaton's Batmobile. Just freaking show it! <laughs> don't like uh, that. That was annoying to me. I did like though how we saw both flashes. Uh, I like yeah. that. I like that. And we got a tease of uh, Supergirl in the back there as well. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm still not a fan of how WB handled this whole Ezra Miller thing. I think they really botched that, but whatever. It's in the past now, Ben. We can't really do anything about it. Yeah. I Ezra Miller was much better in the Snyder Cut. Yes. Uh, than, yeah. yeah. Uh, the 2017 version of Justice League. So I'm hoping we get that version of Flash and not 2017 version Flash. Uh, fingers crossed. Even though the Snyder Cut's not considered canon, but. Uh, <laughs> I liked it. I, I did enjoy it a lot, Ben. Yeah. Uh, That's cool looking. Nice hearing Keaton's voice again. Yeah. That's cool. I like <laughs> yep. seeing the little cowl, even though we don't really get a face reveal or anything. Look, the film's still a year out. We're probably not going to get each other, probably maybe till the Super Bowl or something next year. But yeah. Um, I, I, I'm I'm down for this Flash movie. I mean, I feel like we've been saying that since like 2011 when they like first announced this freaking movie to come out. <laughs> uh, I mean, they've been saying, yeah, we got a Flash movie coming out. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. It's good to see that we've actually got footage now. Ben, they're actually working on it. Uh, so looking forward to it. It's actually coming out a week before Black Panther 2. So you know Flash oh, well. is going to move. Flash is definitely moving. Black Panther's <laughs> not going to move. Y'all know that. Because Black, Pan- Black Panther, I don't care. They'll take away all that. Yeah. We get box box the Flash. yeah. So the Flash will definitely move probably to early, an earlier date. But what do you What do you think, Ben? What, what, what are your thoughts on this trailer? Um. Yeah, it looked looked interesting. Really, I'm I'm there for Keaton, and I guess Affleck if he's showing up too. But yeah, really, really there to see Keaton is the main thing. I didn't really mind they cut out uh, before showing the Batmobile. I think that'll be a cool save for the movie. But I guess we do know it's coming now. So, but anyway, um, yeah, not the biggest Ezra Miller fan as of late, um, and it's it's another like time travel, I guess, movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's basically a Flashpoint storyline, which is actually a really good storyline. But okay, and the Flash TV show did it on um, season three. Yeah, and I actually I I didn't mind that that they that that was actually they handled the CW handled it really well with mm. Flashpoint because uh, it had a lot of consequences for the rest of the season, and I I quite okay. I dug it quite well. Uh, I know you don't watch the Flash on CW, but. Um, that show's really going to hell, to be honest with you. But yeah, they handled it really well. So, and there's an animated film as well, which I need to check out. I haven't watched mm. an animated film. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Flashpoint Paradox, something like that. Actually, sounds right. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I Batfleck uh, is in it. He is confirmed. Okay. I don't know. I think he is more of a not a glorified cameo, but it's a, it's a small role. <laughs> yeah. So, I think Keaton is going to be what Chadwick Boseman was Civil War. Kind of a thing mm-hmm. in terms of okay. screen time and everything. That's yeah. kind of what I. That's kind of what I'm getting the feeling of. So, yep. uh, what else was? Oh yeah, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Yeah, nice little behind the scenes stuff. That was, yeah. Sure. Some thoughts. 
Okay, cool. We can move on. Yeah. Okay. My favorite trailer of all time, Ben. You know this is the second trailer to Avengers Endgame. Yep. When they did the, you know, the the reveal of the quantum realm suits, the holding with the black, the black and white and the red. I love that trailer so much. And my second favorite trailer of all time is that first trailer we got for Infinity War. <laughs> love that trailer, Benjamin. Mm-hmm. This is easily, without a doubt, a top five trailer <laughs> for me. This is Ben. The greatest trailer DC has ever put out. I am already calling it right now. This will be this. This Batman will be the greatest Batman we've ever had. I'm already getting that vibe from the trailer. And I love Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne. And I love Ben Affleck as Batman and Bruce Wayne. What? Is it the same? <laughs> huh? Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> Holy Excuse me, language kids. Fuck. Ben, I was literally like this in my chair. I know you guys can't see me, but I was literally like this after, my, after the trailer. I watched on my laptop. Literally this laptop right here. And I was like. Agape. Staring. For at least blinking. five minutes. <laughs> I could not believe how amazing that trailer was. And I hope, Ben, if they play that trailer in front of Dune tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I, I'm going to have to walk out the field and be like, I got to go. Sorry, guys. Okay, <laughs> Movie's getting ready to start. Don't care. Batman, don't care. Ben, my most anticipated film for next year was uh, Mission Impossible 7 mm-hmm. and uh, that and Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness mm-hmm. and then Batman. Yeah. Get all that shit. It's all about Batman. Nah, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Mission Impossible 7 is the most I'm still looking forward to the most, but yeah. Batman's number two. I, I, I still don't have the words, Ben, to describe how, and I've had a long time to kind of marinate and, and set my thoughts on this. <laughs> yeah. And yet I still don't have the words because this trailer, guys, if you haven't seen the Batman trailer, where the hell have you been? And two, I want to cry. Because I, I really I really did want to cry because I, I just, I haven't been impressed with the trailer since that ending, <laughs> sec, that's sec, since that second Emma game trailer. Mm-hmm. I chills. Paul Dan, I'm glad they're not showing much of Paul Dan also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saving him. I, he part. might be. He's look. I don't think anyone. In terms of Batman villains overall, I don't think anyone's going to touch Heath Ledger's Joker, right? Or Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. But I don't really count Joaquin Phoenix. Joker's kind of its own standalone thing. So in terms of just yeah. ba- Batman, let's talk about Batman movies. Yeah. Not like standalone properties. Batman movies. I don't think anyone's going to touch Heath Ledger's Joker. Paul Dano might come close though, Ben. You think he'll be yeah. better than Jim Carrey? It's possible, but I said like ten minutes ago, I love this guy. Thinking my thoughts. Anyway, take it away, man. Take it away. So I was at the fair as I mentioned earlier. Okay, I'm done now. God, that score uh, was so epic. Anyway, go, go on. I, I was at the the fair and saw it dropped, and I was like, oh sweet, the service wasn't that great there, so I had to head away for it. Um, and then I was very tired that night, so I waited till the next day to to watch it. And I've been built up so much to it. Everyone said how crazy and awesome it was. It is. It's it's quite epic. I like it a lot. But I, I mean, I wish I had seen it when it came out and was awesome. <laughs> it built up to the awesomeness with everyone. Um, no, but it, it it is very good. It didn't show a whole lot of the story, which I kind of I like. Like you said, didn't really show Paul Dano's villain, um, the Riddler, that much. But yeah, there's some the the cinematography looks really cool. I like orange is my favorite color, so 
like half the shots in this were orange, which I, <laughs> I really liked. The reflections in the puddles and everything was cool. Him jumping out of the fire and everything. Yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm very excited for it. This is I don't know. It's not really my favorite trailer of all time ever, but it was it was very good and definitely raised. Uh, well, I mean, I was already very excited for it, but yeah, and that that Giacchino score, like you were just saying, is uh, oh man, that should be that should be epic. That should be one of the best ones. It's hard to top Tim Burton's original Batman score for me, and then of course Hans Zimmer's work, <laughs> but. If anyone has a has a chance, it's Chiquino. So really open. It's it's up there. Yeah, I'm I'm hyped for it. Oh, and uh, Zoe Kravitz, Catwoman. I don't think we ever saw her like in the full suit, unless that far away shot. But uh, I'm I'm very interested to see what what she does as well. Okay. Good thoughts, Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Good thoughts. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We're gonna end the show now. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? What the hell? Come on, man! I'm excited. For, I'm excited for it. Everyone was just freaking out. Frightfully it's good. So. It's that good. Was epic. I'm excited. Epic. Was, yeah, it was really yeah. Epic. <laughs> epic. Yeah. I thought I know you. I thought I know you quite well. I don't know you anymore. Just go on. Go on back to the state fair. I don't care. Go on back. Go on back. Oh, go run the fucking Ferris wheel with your fried chicken. I don't care anymore. Don't... Fried olives. No, oh, shut the fuck up. That's good. I don't care. Right. <laughs> and a corn dog. Oh, oh, oh. That's why he didn't think it was epic. He was too busy <laughs> eating a goddamn corn dog. Anyway, I'm going to talk to him off screen, guys. Don't worry. I'll, put him in ch- I'll, I'll keep him in check. Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. That will do it for our show today. <laughs> I hope we were able to uh, give you guys, uh, I know this is just kind of more of a chill episode, but we have some good stuff coming here in the future and it all starts next fucking week you know why the return of zach is next week ben next week actually surprise surprise you know what we're not gonna sit when an episode drops we're just gonna let you guys be surprised when an episode drops but we are doing a special halloween episode with our buddy zach sells um someone we haven't had on the show since when the shang chi episode i think was the last time zach was on and uh yeah we're talking about our everyone's giving out their top 10 favorite horror films so definitely grab a snack for that um it'll be a long one for sure but we are we are hyped for it i'm gonna be watching rewatching some horror films over the weekend ben yep so yeah definitely get look forward to that guys the return of anna ben's girlfriend's in a couple of weeks as Yay. well ben, yep. what are we talking what, what's anna coming back for in a couple of weeks my friend oh you know what it is more disney talk Disney Seals return! Yes! yes. <laughs> Rejoice. We're talking about the 90s, which is arguably the, y'all, the best. Y'all, y'all. Hold on. Hold on. Y'all know what that means. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not a... Okay, <laughs> but the Lion King, Benjamin. The there Lion it King. is. That's it. Anyway, no. <laughs> we guess Anna's coming back in a couple weeks. And then, of course, guys, Ben, the big release of November, not mm-hmm. House of Gucci, <laughs> Eternals. Mm-hmm. We will have. We're doing something, but we're doing something a little different. A little different. We're going to talk about eternal spoiler review, but we're going to wait a little while longer to give you guys some more time yep. to kind of get your thought process in order, see it a couple of times, <laughs> um, kind of digest what you saw, right. give you guys some time to see it, and uh, then we're going to come at you with a not just an eternal spoiler review, but also a breakdown on Disney Plus Day. Um, so we'll have that in store, and then, which hopefully is there- a little better than the breakdown on DC Fandom. 
<laughs> as a Disney show myself, I will say um, it will be. Okay, <laughs> I've seen the show already. I know. No, I'm kidding. I haven't seen the show, but I I have faith that um, Bob Chape. No, you know what? Never mind. I take it all back. Um, <laughs> we <laughs> will see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if if Bob Iger was in control, I, I'd be. You know. Yeah. But no, this is a. Uh, I have faith in Disney Plus that they will give us a great show. Plus, Ben, Sean Chi drops that day too. So you know what I'm going to be doing. Oh, All right. right. Yep. Yeah. You, you do. That's another day Ben should not contact me unless we don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, but, Ben, we got a certain tournament of champions coming to, uh, coming to the show soon. Mm-hmm. You know why we're not saying their names? Because you should go back and listen to our other epi- Ooh, our trivia nice. episodes. Well done. Well and, done. And uh, see who may or may not be showing up in a couple of weeks. Anyway, Benjamin. Mm-hmm. We're also bringing back the actor spotlight. Ooh. Who's, uh, who are we who are we talking about for our actor spotlight in, November, in the month of November? It might drop the week of uh, Thanksgiving. Who are we most thankful for? Which actor or actress <laughs> are we most thankful for? Who are we going to be talking about? Well, I think it's very fitting around the Thanksgiving holiday to talk about the comedic genius who provided us the Thanksgiving song, <laughs> the one and only Adam Sandler into the Sandlerverse. No, no, I'm kidding. But. <laughs> That was Pacino, Al Pacino, but uh, yeah, Dunk, yeah, yeah. Adam Sandler was involved in uh, Jack and Jill. We're definitely going to be talking about that. But Ben, Adam Sandler was involved in a lot of good stuff, and that's going to be the main focus of our show that, uh, <laughs> yeah. that week. So yeah, I'm looking. I, I'm really looking forward to that because I get to we watch Click about twenty times in a row. So. <laughs> okay, Ben. Yes. Great lineup in store for the fans mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Yep. Where can people find us online in the meantime? Well, you can find us on Instagram at the Infinity Film Podcast, uh, and you can email us. Tell us about your favorite news this week, or what you think about the uh, production delays at Marvel. What's going on there, and what you're most excited for with uh, the the DC fandom showing us what's coming up next. The email us at rb the Infinity Film Podcast at gmail dot com. That's rb like Rod Ben the Infinity Film Podcast at gmail dot com. That's right. And also let us know what you're hyped for eternal. So yeah, excited, not excited. Let us know. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, that will do it for us for this exciting episode of uh, another exciting episode of uh, the Infinity Film Podcast for Benjamin Saunders. I'm Michael Cliptrot. Until next time, guys, please make sure to stay safe. Uh, enjoy films and TV, whatnot. Have a good one. And we will catch up with you guys next week. Bye.